Yo, welcome to Red River Podcast number 108. Um, you know, we we did um well, I mean, technically I'm gonna put this on first, so we didn't do anything yet. So don't listen to what I'm saying. <laughs> but uh 108. Yeah, 108. So uh shout out to 108. Today we're going <laughs> to do um our favorite rock records of the year. Um, just basically anything that isn't hip hop, you know, it doesn't really matter. We're not gonna break it up too much, you know. Um, I have a lot of things that would never be on the same list, but uh, you know, it's not rap uh, because that episode's coming on right after this. And uh, we have our buddy Antonio back in back in the house. What up, gang? What up? Been a while? My, fa- my favorite guy, fucking Antonio Luongo over there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we got Luongo and Langdon in the house. So, and Park. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, uh, so listen, before we start, um, I have some um, honorable mentions. Um, and why do we do this? We do this because we're music fans. We love doing stuff like this. Uh, you know, a lot of great music comes out and, and this is like a, a good way to basically uh, showcase these things that we, we all enjoy through the year. Um, we will all individually have a Spotify playlist to go along with our list. So that way people can, you know, uh, discover some of these things that maybe they didn't listen to. And then from there, you know, that that's how these bands continue to put out some good stuff. So um, does anybody have honorable mentions or am I the only one? I got five. Uh, All right. Uh, yeah, I got a few, too, that go out to EPs that let's do it. Make the cut. Antonio, give me give me your your uh, honorables. All right. So um, obviously, I always try to keep to uh, LPs when it comes to these lists. You know, I've been reading tons of stuff online, you know, like uh, Brooklyn Vegan and all that shit. And everybody always puts EPs on their list. But um, I kept them off. But there were some banger EPs that came out this year. Um, Gates from New Jersey got back together and dropped an EP that I spun the shit out of. Um, You know, it's kind of... uh, shoegazy kind of stuff if you haven't heard them but it's a band that uh unfortunately i slept on for years got really into them and then they broke up so they dropped one this year and it did not disappoint fan fucking tastic it's called gates here and now um then uh laura jane grace of against me dropped uh an ep this year um at war with silverfish that was was awesome um and beach bunny dropped an ep blame game uh some fun kind of surfer punk female fronted stuff that was uh catchy as all hell um they got a lot of good stuff they've been dropping some singles here and there with tegan and sarah featured on um their stuff so that one was on massive rotation this year for me. And then also I'm going to shout out my boy, uh, Fred Marciano from the color Fred. He dropped like eight, nine singles this year. So unfortunately they weren't a record, but he dropped a bunch of just catchy, great music. So, um, you know, for, for fans of, you know, uh, breaking Pangea or taking back Sunday, um, that haven't really caught on to what Fred's been doing with his solo stuff, the color Fred, you need to hop on it. Cause there's just, you know, catchy tune after catchy tune. Cool. Awesome. Um, Parker, what do you got? I got, so I got two long Island bands, which is always cool. I always love to you know support the local guys. So extinction AD released a four song chaos, collision, carnage, and propaganda. They do a fucking six Sepultura cover, which is propaganda, yeah, prob- probably almost better than Sepultura does it. Um, second one is Become One, put out a four-song uh, subsidence. 
and uh, probably the best four songs that they've released. Yeah, without a doubt. It yeah. I, like I hit up Eddie and I think Mike after I heard it and I was like, it's fucking really good. Yeah, yeah. definitely the best thing they've ever done. Um, this next one hurts because I wanted it to make the top 10, but it came it came very close uh, and forced kill grid. So fucking good. So heavy. Didn't make it, but definitely good for an honor- honorable mention. Uh, Duran Duran. I know that that's kind of weird coming from me, but they put out this fucking new album. And I loved it <laughs> called, called Future Past. It was so fucking catchy that I was just like, is this Duran Duran or is this Crosses? Like, I didn't know which fucking band it was because, you know, it sounded pretty similar. And then uh, another one that breaks my heart to say is Carcass, The Last Carcass. Very close. Just didn't make it. That's didn't, called, didn't uh, make torn, it. Yeah. called Torn Arteries. Still great, but just didn't make the top ten. Gotcha. Yeah, that's right. Actually, speaking of crosses, they just dropped a single a couple of days ago. That's yep. fantastic. Yep. Yeah, but I, it's another cover, just like the last song. So yeah, um, they can do whatever they want for sure. It's great, <laughs> great cover. Um, I don't even know the original. That's how good it is. So it doesn't even matter. Uh, Langdon, <laughs> anything? <laughs> um, yeah, I got a couple of them that uh, just narrowly missed the cut. Uh, Night Flight Orchestra's last record. Um, love that uh, King Gizzard and Liz- the Lizard Wizard put out two great albums. They're like a psychedelic band from I think Australia. Uh, Maggot Heart and Occultic Karate, I believe is how you pronounce it. They put out a split record, uh, very punk metal um, influence. Uh, Gall's Word, which is the singer from Gargaroth, the uh, black metal band, but this is more of like a like a shoegazy kind of metal record, kind of like how, how the singer of Emperor kind of went that direction after doing the black metal thing. Um, Cadaver and Elder did a split album. If you like stoner metal or whatever you want to call it, um, very good. Uh, and another band, uh, Minuet Machine, they put out a lot of singles this year, but if you want a good overview of this band, they're, um, uh, it's like electronic, uh, Sisters of Mercy kind of stuff like that. They put out a live record called St. Rave, and it's a good compilation of a lot of the singles they put out this year. Cool. All right. So um, I got a bunch. Um, Descendants put out a record called Ninth and Walnut, which um, Mm. I I thought was a really cool concept. So they they found some of their old tapes when they were like younger, when they were making like the older records in the 80s. And some of these ideas never got formed into songs. So they thought, hey, why don't we play them as the adults that we are now and release it? So they they did, you know, real versions of those demos that they found, which I thought was really cool. Um, Thrice put out a great record, Horizons East. Modest Mouse put out a great record, The Golden Casket. The Hold Steady put out another great record, uh, Open Door Policy. This group, Viagra Boys, put out a record called Welfare Jazz. Really cool, like um, like a heavier LCD sound system, like uh, just, I don't know pretty chaotic i i love it it's it's uh it, it almost has like the the swagger of eagles of death metal just a little bit more um you know brooklyn uh waves the band waves put out a, a record called hideaway now this is a band that consistently makes really good records i think it's only one guy specifically but they they're one of those bands that quietly puts out really quality music um a lot uh biffy clyro put out a record the myth of uh happy ending i forget i think that's what it is myth of something um would have made my top 10 it's just like there's some really great songs on there but then there's like a couple of songs where i was just i just didn't really like his voice uh an ep by the band drug church tawny 
awesome four songs oh, re- yeah. re- really good band uh then big thief put out um an ep called no reason spud infinity very cool indie rock female singer uh just really catchy stuff very mellow the band the bronx uh put out a really good record that almost made my top 10 it's called six um and then weezer put out two really good records uh at the you know one one that sounded like um uh uh what's that guy with the piano ben folds it it sounds like a ben folds record uh, and then the one that they did called Van uh, Van Weezer had some really good songs. It was like six or seven really bangers on there. So those are all my honorable mentions. And uh, so let's kick it off. Number 10 uh, favorite rock record of 2021. Antonio, give me some. All right. Uh, kind of funny that it's following that up because <laughs> I'm going to go with Weezer. OK, um, I think um, I, I put it OK, human slash Van Weezer. Yeah, yeah. How many bands put out two album, full albums in one year, um, especially as uh, produced and big as those two records? You know, a lot of times when bands will do that, it's it's indie bands and it's cool. They set up, you know, like like we would record with General George and bang out 20 songs. But these are two ginormous records that were on two completely different yeah. sides of the coin. Yep. And I think what really hit me about OK Human is it's a way you've never heard Weezer before. And with, uh, you know, with the fact that they've been out for decades, it's pretty cool to to drop something like that. And um, it felt kind of, you know, Sergeant Pepper esque, yeah. you know, and like you said, Ben Foldsy. And there were just some songs like when I first heard it, it was like a step back. But there were some songs, man, that stuck with me that I just kept singing in my head. And that, I was like, that, God that, damn that it, bird, motherfuckers. Uh, uh, like Bird with a Broken Wing, I think. I think the yeah, name of the song. Yeah. Yeah, it's great. It's like very Beatles-esque for sure. It is. And and uh, I it's one of those records that I decided to take down a deeper rabbit hole and listen to in like good headphones. Yeah. And there's just there's shit going on all over that that fucking recording. That's just so good. And then, like you said, Van Weezer is just catchy. It's it was the perfect time to drop what they were going to drop anyway after Eddie passed away. And with him being such an Eddie Van Halen you know, fan. It was it was nice to kind of say I'm paying homage, and there were some of the riffs on it were just some of the ridiculous. riffs. Yeah, they were complete, ridiculous. complete like homage though. Like they threw in some yeah. some some like jump stuff. They 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 sang yes. over Crazy Train, a different yep. melody. Um, and so the best cool. the best song on the record, um, Precious Metal Girl for me, which is the last song on the record. It's so good. It's such a it is. It's such a it's such a Pinkerton throwback. And yeah, and and you know, and, and that's what's funny is when it comes to Weezer, I was definitely one of those guys after Pinkerton that was like, fuck this band. And then a bunch of years later, I saw them uh with the Pixies. Oh yeah, and that it was just great. it just yeah, and it just looked like they were having fun again. Yep. And I was like, you know what? Let me go back and stop being like a fucking hardcore kid asshole and listen to some of this stuff. And I kind of it was great because now I had years of some music. Yeah, there was some st- radio friendly cheesy stuff that i didn't care for but there was still so much in there because he's such a great songwriter so that had to drop on my top 10 so weezer across the board both records two sides of a coin love it that was my 11 so i'm glad you got it in at 10 uh parker give me your number 10 all right so number 10 uh my boys well my drummer with the big nipples are back from fucking knock loose (laughs) baby yeah 
So the last yeah. album they did a different shade of blue. It was good. I just really couldn't. I don't know. Just it didn't really click with me. But then they put out this fucking monster called A Tear in the Fabric of Life. And this thing is just heavy. It's good recordings. It's sing-alongs. It's just big breakdowns. And uh, they came back hard with this. I mean, I, I came into this band, you know, in 2016 when they did this thing called Laugh Tracks. And just I've been a fan ever since. I mean, they're just, you know, young kids, younger band um, from like the middle of nowhere of like Oklahoma. I think they're from. And uh, I dig it. They're definitely doing something different and uh, big fan. So that's yeah, man. 10. They did along with the obviously turnstile. Like that's another band like Knock Loose. It's doing a lot of big things, uh, getting a lot of attention. So, uh, yeah, I actually I never really listened to them. And I just started listening to that record. It's pretty badass. Yeah. I mean, it wouldn't make my list because I've really had no time with it. But yeah, yeah, yeah. it was fucking fantastic. Langan, number 10. Um, also, I got to mention my honorable mentions. I forgot to mention Mogwai's album that just missed my narrow cut. And uh I got it. I took it out of the running, but Black Label Society's new album. It's okay, yeah. Personal yeah. favoritism. Shout out to Jeff. Best thing they've ever done. Uh, my number 10 is uh, Ghost, Rights of Love and um, Reverence. That's Ghost, G-O-S-T. Yep. Not the ghost that we all know. It's a, they pretty much a very aggro synthwave act. But um, like a lot of synthwave and darkwave bands, they've really taken a turn towards... Uh, uh, like a traditional gothic sound as far as like like I mentioned the Sisters of Mercy but that name's going to come mm. up a lot for me because a lot of the Sisters of Mercy's <laughs> had a lot of babies this year and, yeah um, definitely these guys really went that route but I, I it's still got an aggro edge to it but um, it, it's fantastic it's so well produced I think they're one of the best people in that genre and it was cool to see them try something new and it, and it works cool Awesome. Uh, my number 10 is is a, a group that basically has influenced my songwriting uh, through my whole life. Uh, it's a new face to face record. It's no way I put through. Uh, Trevor Keith is just a, a melody machine. Uh, granted, this is not their best album, especially after Protection. <laughs> Protection was the last record uh, before this was just fucking flawless. But this has some bangers. No way out. But through a miss is as good as a mile is my favorite song on the record. Uh, the song Anonymous is a banger. Uh, just really, you know, uh, there is no bad face to face record. It's always nice to just put it on and you hear these melodies, uh, a lot of woes, uh, just very catchy stuff. So glad to see them back with the record. So uh, Antonio, give me uh, number nine. Yeah, Um Funny that and you did uh, mention the descendants just missed my list too. Yeah, mm. uh, and it, I didn't know that about the descendants record. Yeah, you pretty said. cool. It yeah, makes, it makes so much more sense now. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. When like, you oh, hear the songs, yeah, 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 totally. All right, so number nine um, was a shocker to me. This is where I've really fully embraced Spotify this year. Um, not just about making playlists and carrying around everything in my pocket. But really letting it start to teach me yeah, and, yeah. and show me new music. And I did that a lot this year. I really tried to just say, okay, what are these suggestions? What are these playlists? And and go in deep. And I tell you what, about, God, only maybe about three, four weeks ago, I got my socks knocked off with a band I had never heard of before. Um, and I don't even know if I'm pronouncing it right. You're not. So, uh, Emil <laughs> and the Sniffers. 
Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I know them. Yeah, yeah. It's kind of it's... like female fronted riot yep. girl, like kind of punk stuff. Yep. Um, and I mean, it's 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 right up my alley. It's right in my roots of me playing music. Shout out to Scarab. One true thing. Um, <laughs> I, and I am, believe it or not, I'm, I'm picky when it comes to my female singers. And I think it's because my first serious band, we had a girl singer and I hated when people made comparisons to her, to other singers. And um, they dropped an album called uh, Comfort to Me that is just catchy, sometimes fast, sometimes poppy, sometimes raw as fuck. And it is so catchy. Yep. Um can't get it out of my head. So shout out to Spotify for making me break out of my mold and not listen to the same 10 bands that, you know, are only from before 2000 and spread my wings. It definitely made my top 10. So. That that record just missed my my top 20. Obviously, um, I didn't really get a chance to sit with it much, but it's it's very good. Like when you listen to it, it's just like it, it demands your attention as soon as you hear it. So uh, maybe yeah. once I listen to it a little bit more. So uh, shout out to the release radar, though, man. Release radar. Oh, yeah. A lot yeah. of stuff. Every Friday, I look so forward yep. to logging in mm. and seeing what they got. Because so many yep. acts that I'm going to mention today. Yes. Yep. Yeah. Just from that. You know, yeah, yeah, it's funny because yeah. I like I like to hop onto the Red River page and I'm like, oh, what's Brian going to post today from uh, <laughs> from release radar? <laughs> like you're always dropping at least nah, one. Well, you, you could suck his dick later on. So right, right, right now, we're, right now, we're gonna do number nine. Hold on. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Parker, give me number nine. All right, so number nine. Uh, this is a New York band, so that's cool that I could fucking talk about them. And uh, always been a fan of this band. And this album was extra special because I was just like, oh, cool, they got now another guitarist from another one of my favorite bands. So I'm talking about the new Quicksand record called Distant Populations. Mm-hmm. So Steve. From Caven is in this band now, you know, bass players still with Deftones. You know, it's kind of like an all star band now. But uh, I was blown away top to bottom of this this album. Um, Lightning Fields. I really dig that track. Colossus. I mean, I don't know. I, I remember the first time I saw this band, they actually opened for the Deftones in Roseland and definitely gave them a run for their money. So if you've never seen this band live, they could definitely hone their old quicksand. Yeah, yeah, I'm so glad they added another guitarist because <laughs> as much as I love that band, that was the last couple times I saw them with just Walter playing guitar. I'm like, there's a little bit something missing. Yeah. I mean, Tom Capone is just very hard to replace. But yeah, Steve Brodsky, Steve Brodsky in the band, definitely a, a good oh, yeah. move for sure. So uh, Langan, number nine. Uh, this is a debut album from this guy, as, as far as I understand. His name is Dressel Amorosi. The album's called Death Meta, and uh, it, it's it's an instrumental record. It's, it's, I guess, of the synth wave camp, but um, it, it's uh, some of my favorite things about that genre is I always said it's like the soundtrack to a movie that doesn't exist from like the seventies or eighties. And this particular album is more uh, is of, I'm not a big Giallo fan, but the music I would find in a Giallo on this album. And if you're a fan of uh, like Goblin, that sound like, you know, on the, on the, the, um, Dario Argento films or, or on the Dawn of the Dead soundtrack, you will absolutely love this. It's one of the best uh, I've heard. Shout out to our uh, past guest, Simon Boswell. Yes. In the I house. He would love this. All right, cool. Yeah, yeah we'll <laughs> send it to him. Um, yeah. So my number nine is, is a band uh, from uh, the lovely area of Toledo, Ohio. Um, 
they're called Citizen. Uh, when I first heard them, there was a record called uh, Youth from 2013 that just blew my fucking socks off. And no, from I, there, I, I, they right. from there, this band's just been on my radar. Uh, they released a record this year called Life in Your Glass World. Um, a little different than a lot of their other stuff. Uh, the production is is a, a little bit more ambitious. Um, a lot of that kicking and hi-hat thing, you know, almost like a disco beat, but uh, songs like Black and Red uh, and Call Your Bluff, bangers. Like if if you're listening to this and, and, and uh, you're going to start with anything, start with the, the record Youth. But from there, you know, it's just like all, all these records that they put out, it's, it's just like a... I would say younger band because, uh, you know, they've been around like eight, nine, ten years. Obviously, that's still kind of young uh, in the grand scheme of things, but uh, just really good stuff, really good songwriting. And these guys um, definitely come from like the punk rock hardcore world but they they definitely you know ended up somewhere else now for sure yeah you know? they they definitely just uh they're like all right we're, we're we're just gonna evolve into this band so check out citizen uh my number nine so antonio give me your number eight all right uh here's another band that not necessarily a new band um just new for my ears and listening to a lot i've heard the name i've heard a couple songs pass by uh but again spotify threw some shit in my ears and i was like what and then i went to the whole record and just spun the shit out of it and that's uh death from above 1979 oh yeah it's called yeah. is for lovers cool. uh two piece two piece yeah, yeah. A, a two piece it's um you know it it's catchy it's raw it's uh you know, I, you know, it's hard to be like, oh, it's indie because it's, I mean, the production's phenomenal on it. And, you know, just, just thinking about, you know, two people writing these songs and putting that together. It's uh, so catchy. I couldn't get enough of it. And again, you know, a lot of this, maybe it's, it's because it's new, but this is what I love about music is that we can find something new. I can listen to a new record every day for the rest of my life until I hit the fucking grave. And, you know, yeah. that's, that's the best. Um it, uh, you know, it, it came on, you know, after I was listening to, um, international noise conspiracy. So it was like, I was like, oh, okay. So Spotify was like, oh, you like that? Here you go. Mm. You know, like when you're like just plowing through something and then it just keeps playing. Um, and you know, I said to Melissa, I'm like, oh, have you heard this? She was like, yeah. How have you not heard it? I'm like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. They've been around for a minute for sure. I know. I'm like, it's because I live in my fucking bubble yeah. of, of quicksand and the Deftones. Right, Parker? That's right. <laughs> I saw I saw them play uh, the Paramount. They played the Paramount a few years ago. They opened up for a band that I love, Black Rebel Motorcycle Club. Uh, nice. And I was like, holy shit, like a two piece, which is funny. Whenever you think of a two piece like Royal Blood, Japan Droids, right, White Stripes, yeah. I'm thinking like you just couldn't find one more person. <laughs> you couldn't just find one like one more person. Well, 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 you know, in their defense, you seem you're the luckiest motherfucker that's ever been in a band because this <laughs> you you will lose a drummer and find 10 a day later you've oh. had the same bass player like yeah. well, <laughs> i can't get rid of them i wish i could <laughs> i know it's it's not easy to do there's yeah. something about about sam that holds on to uh to musicians yeah i mean i am pretty lucky definitely for sure <laughs> uh parker give me your number what are we up to eight eight Shout out to uh, Local H, my favorite two piece, by the way. Ah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's a good one. <laughs> so 
we're talking about release radar and taking, you know, bands from other people that they suggest and stuff like this. So this one I actually took from Langan. So he posted Ooh. about this band and I was like, oh, cool. I said, this looks really cool looking cover. And I'm just like, all right, I like the cover. I like the name of the band. I like the name of the album. I just hope that the music doesn't suck. Well, it was the complete opposite for me. I fucking jumped into this thing. It, it got released close to Halloween and it was the perfect October, like rainy, dreary, just very fucking moody album. And the band's called a pale horse named death. And this album fucking takes you for a ride, man. It's like, my Dying Bride, November Doom. It's very sludgy, you know, little little hints of typo negative in there. One um, of the guys is from typo. There I you think. go. So yeah. there you go. Yeah. But, oh, uh, yeah. The, it's what, got the... shades of Alice yeah. in Chains yeah. in it, too. It's, yeah. it's great. I it's think a really good, yeah, really good fucking album. So um, I delve deep into this. And I mean, it's catchy. It's everything. Nothing. I can't say anything bad about this album. Yeah, I, I forgot that. That's why the name sounded familiar, because it, it was one of the guys from Typo. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Uh, all right. So, Langan, give me your number eight. Uh, my number eight is Avow from the band Portal. Um, they're an Australian. I guess you'd call them death metal, but it's uh, they take it's not any kind of traditional death metal you've ever heard. Uh, it, they have like a great mystique about these guys. They all wear masks. They had the ghost thing before ghost made it popular, but they're all like anonymous. You don't know who they are. There's an air of mystery about it. And it's like, you, you go uh, through... like, like mushroom head. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Yes, exactly. Um, you know, the definition of like, what is like the heaviest thing you can hear. And for the life of me, I always said it was Slayer, Rain and Blood. That was just like my benchmark. These guys are playing with like heaviness in a way I've never heard anyone anyone play it's not it doesn't have like blast beats like you hear in a lot of death metal or stuff like that they're doing it with like guitars just vocal tone it's 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 like a nightmare on wax it's uh completely progressive in what they do nobody sounds like these guys it's it's definitely a trip, and if if <laughs> it's not for everybody, yeah, yeah, yeah. With a name, appreciate with a name like Portal, obviously, yeah. you know. If you yeah. can appreciate what they're trying to do, it's it's you you'll never hear anything more unique than this band. Cool. Um, my number eight is a record. I'm sure somebody else is going to mention eventually, but uh, Turnstile Glow On. Yep. Um, man, uh, I don't really give a shit about most bands that sound like this um the, the 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 record time and space had the the song real thing and that was the first time i paid attention i was like oh this is really cool like really cool and then like yep. mystery ended up on my release radar and i was like god damn i'm like this fucking this song is so simple but so catchy yep. it's like hook I, of the hooks it was like <laughs> it, it was just like immediately like one of the catchiest songs uh, and then Blackout, Holiday. But this record in particular really did some like cool, like weird, like fucking just like they really went for it. Like they didn't I, they really had no no like limit as to what they were going to try to do. And uh, the bass player and does. All, a and all at like 35 minutes. Like uh, the songs yeah. aren't that long. Like it's a short record. But yeah, fuck. Like yeah. they didn't try to stretch it out, you know? No, th this record's going to be remembered because it's it just 
like like the riffs on it uh the 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 melodies on stuff like alien love call like it's so simple and repetitive but like the record plays out so well um yeah man i just i I, i'm so blown away by by these songs like fly again uh holiday just so i can't believe it i'm like listening to every one of these songs going like yo this band really knocked it out of the park. So I, I, I you know, I'll shut up about it because I'm sure everyone else has it on their list, but that's my number eight. So Antonio, number seven. Whoa. All right. So my number seven is going to a record that did get a little bit of a mention earlier, and that's going to be uh, Thrice, Horizons mm. East. Uh, Thrice is definitely um, a big influential band for me when it comes to whenever I'm in an actual full band. <laughs> Um, they've been a consistent piece of my life for God knows how long. Uh, when I was in the prize fighter, I think artists in the ambulance was always the CD I put on when I was driving. You know what I mean? It was like, I needed my catchy record. And, uh, it, I, it's another band that to me has never dropped a bad record. It's true. Um, I think they came back pretty, pretty punching on this one. Um, it was actually my first concert back after COVID, I went to see them at Terminal 5 um, with uh, and Touche Amour played. And as much as Thrice made my number seven, I will got to give a shout out. Touche Amour blew Thrice out of the water as far as the night and the just the performance and the energy and everything. But um, and that was my, you know, shout out to Touche Amour because that was my number one listen to album this year on Spotify. Um was lament but uh thrice just did it again for me uh the production's phenomenal there's catchiness the guitar riffs are fantastic um and dustin kencher just has uh you know not just the voice but the the this lyrical content that makes you really just kind of expand out and it's not just the typical rhyme schemes and and uh even live they were great um but yeah so thrice horizons yeah. he's doing it again unique band you know the, like i mean obviously artist is like is the top of the mountain but they're a band that never really put out a bad record and and it's the same four guys too you know it's like just yeah really really awesome. really talented uh i i will say underrated at the moment for sure i feel like they're uh they still have big popularity but i, I think a lot of times people forget about them so uh, yeah when it comes to like when people mention like influences they don't get dropped in there much i mean yeah. i say it a lot you yeah. know them in quicksand are always like a huge influence for me as a, as a singer and a front man. Um, but yeah, they don't get the love they deserve sometimes. Yeah. You know what? It ends tonight. That's it. Now, <laughs> you, now you threw him on there. So uh, Parker, number seven. So another new band for me, uh, you know, the whole release radar thing. Um, I checked out this band called Gangish Tron. They're called. Oh yeah, yeah, <laughs> great record. Yeah, great uh, Pyro Scene, I think it's called. Yeah, and uh, I mean, it's like post rock, shoegaze, progressive metal. It's on Relapse. That's all that I'm gonna say. If you like the stuff that Relapse does, you know, Botch, Isis, stuff like that. Um, Kurt from Converge produced it. Um, it's kind of you know takes you on a ride. This record, it's very uh, very moody. Um, that's why I wish it was a little bit more than four songs, but, uh, I think that they had broken up this band. I was reading about them. Um, they broke up for 10 years, came back after 
like, you know, 2010 and put out a couple albums. This is the only one that I've checked out so far. I'm not going to lie, but uh, since it's only four songs, I'm definitely going to, you know, dive into the uh, the earlier stuff of this band. Cool. Does it make you play air drums? Definitely. Okay, good. <laughs> yeah. What, can you can you give us a little bit of air drums? Since since there you go. Perfect. <laughs> <laughs> that, was, that was for me because it's it's not a video. that was perfect for yeah. time right there. <laughs> we're, not, we're not a video show. There's just audio. So you guys yeah. missed it. Um, Langan, number seven. Sorry, Langdon. Um, <laughs> I'll throw in my obligatory turnstile entry because you okay. just did them. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you know, I don't know what else um, I can add to that you didn't already say. I didn't know this band before, so I guess they were or were they heavier before? Because I heard a lot of things on like Facebook where they changed their sound. This not, and that. not really. No? I think they just okay. refined it. I, I think they were maybe a little bit more of a raw. Hard yeah, okay. band. I, I think just yeah. a lot of people might have got angry that they're on Road Runner, so it's like a bigger oh, label Jesus and yada Christ. yada. Yeah, all, all I heard was some really great hooks, and yeah. great songs, great yep. melodies, great production, and well, that's your problem. I, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I know. I tried to look up the good side. I shouldn't be on <laughs> Facebook. Um, yeah, it's fantastic. It's it's a it works as a whole piece. The whole album, you know, it's a uh, it's perfect. Cool. Um, so my number seven is a group from, uh, I believe they're from Massachusetts. Um, the singer was in a band called have heart. Uh, this, this group is called fiddlehead. Mm. So, so they released a record this year called between the richness. And th this is like my wheelhouse right here. Like I, yeah. it, it's like a poppier Fugazi. It's just fucking so good. Um, just like the guitar work is like, you know, it, it's, it's bright. I love it. I love like the notes that they play uh, songs like million times uh, down university, it's some really good stuff on here. But, but I mean, like specifically when I hear this, it's just, if Fugazi was a lot poppier, that's what this band fucking sounds like to me. So if that sounds good to you, then, then definitely check it out. Um, Between the richness 2021 record, my number seven. Uh, Cool. Number six, Antonio. Number six is going to New York City's own Quicksand. Nice. Distant population. Pew, 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 pew. Yeah. yeah, I mean, <laughs> um, I mean, I don't know what else there is to say. They're fucking legends. I mean, Slip is in my top 10 records of all time. Uh, Walter is the greatest front man that plays a guitar. Um, and just everything he touches to gold is gold. Um, again, you know, great addition to, you know, live lineup, um, adding another guitarist again, which I thought was great. Um, anytime I've ever stepped into a studio, um, back in the day when I was playing bass in bands, I would say, make me sound like Sergio. I'd be like, I'd play a quicksand song and I'd be like, that's what I want. Yeah. yeah, yeah. You know? <laughs> that's what and, we all want. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah, exactly. So, um, I mean, this album, you know, to me definitely hit more than their last record. Um, obviously they dropped, you know, their first two albums are just beyond epic. And sometimes that's a downfall to a band. When you put out an album like slip, I feel like sometimes you're always now going to be held to this and you know, people always seem to be let down then when they listen to an album. I didn't feel let down. Came out during the summer. I cranked that shit in my backyard while I was swimming in my pool and drinking beers. And I was, I was happy. Nice. And what more do you want out of music? That's so, uh, you know, 
quicksands shout out to walter um you know he's still one of those guys when i'm in a room with him i'm in awe and he doesn't even feel or portray that because he's just literally like one of the dudes uh which is what i think makes him so great from you know gorilla biscuits use it today and on so you know enough sucking his dick quicksand <laughs> shout out to wally young yeah. y- young wally so uh that's uh parker number whatever that is we're up to six tour yeah six um so another band that i was very upset that i i tried i tried just it didn't didn't hold my attention was that last uh perturbator record uh lustful sacraments and i gave it a bunch of listens and i was just like oh man i'm like this is good but it's not like their older stuff so it was one of those things where it was just like oh well if you like this check this band out so I went to this other band called Ruin of Romantics that I'm sure Langan, maybe Langan has heard of. They're from uh, Paris, France, and they put out this album called Velvet Dawn. And it's almost like this band had what I was lacking with the uh, Perturbator record. I don't know if it was just maybe because there's, you know, vocals on this, you know, because, you know, the other band is mainly instrumental synth waves. Um, but this was like best of both worlds. And uh you know, that's why I went with this over Perturbator. So it's Ruin or Romantics is the name of the band and it's Velvet Dawn is the album. <laughs> you know what I love? I know the band that he's talking about and it's definitely not how he's pronouncing Probably it. Probably not. But I just love it. Yeah. What Perturbator, is it? however you say it. What I is it? Know. Langan? Perturbator. That's what it is. I, I, knew, I knew it like it was yeah. close. <laughs> like, yeah. and, we know, like, and we know the other word everybody's really thinking yeah, when he says yeah, it. Yeah. No. yeah. <laughs> Rutabaga. <laughs> Master, yeah, yeah. Masturbator. Uh, number six. So, Langan, number six. Uh, my number six uh, is Bleak Engineers. Uh, the album's called Unconscious. They're a, they're a um, like a dark wave duo from uh, Saint Petersburg, Russia. Uh, very minimalistic. Um, very Joy Division. Again, Sisters of Mercy. But like I said, there was the big movement of that sound came back in a big way this last year and i was all about it because mm-hmm. mercy is one of my favorite bands of all time but um it's great it's like a six, i think it's like a six song normally i don't put eps in this either but it's just <laughs> just enough to be an album for me but um uh it's great if you like if you like uh joy division sister mercy bleak engineers cool uh my number six is the band that i fucking grew up on and they still make great records and this record blew me away dinosaur jr sweep it into space Mm. um i you know i feel like they've done enough in their career that i never expect to just love everything that they put out but since Mm -hmm. we since reuniting um they just really consistently make great records and this one is no different. Like from the opening track of I Ain't to I Ran Away, um, I just listened to this thinking like, you know, Mascus is, is guitar work is just amazing. Uh, you know, Lou doing his songs. Uh, it's just like, I, once again, it's like you listen to this record and it's like, how the fuck have you been around for almost 40 years and you're still making really great stuff? So Anytime Dinosaur Jr. makes a record, I'm going to check it out. And so far, I have not been disappointed. Uh, if you're a fan of Dinosaur Jr., this is one of those records that you should definitely listen to. I know a lot of people just get stuck on the old stuff, but uh, they, they've put out, I think, four albums since they reunited. 
and uh, this one is this one's a banger, man. So glad to see them back with another gem. And uh, they covered the cure, just like Evan. <clears throat> Probably one of my favorite cure covers of all time. Yes, yeah, yeah, because it had that uh that fucking screamy part for sure. I remember. Yeah. That. Uh, and the best is they did it when that song was already a top ten hit, and they were like, "We don't give a fuck. This song's so good, we're covering it." Yeah, it was <laughs> like it was like it's ballsy, fucking you know? forever ago. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah. Um. So that brings us to the top five, man. We're here, so let's do it, Antonio. Number five. All right, number five hmm. for me is going to go to probably one of my favorite singer songwriters. Uh, another huge influence on me. Um. And that's Ryan Adams, not Brian Adams, the Canadian gem, <laughs> but <laughs> but Ryan Adams with uh, big colors. That's a good record. Yeah, I mean it. It uh, I, obviously I love all his stuff, but to be honest with you, his last album Wednesdays that came out in 2020 was a little different for him, and I feel like he was like. That he was like, I'm going to step out of my comfort zone. And then he was like, what the fuck did I do? I'm getting back in my comfort zone. And this was like exactly that. Um, I mean, the first single, uh, Fuck the Rain, simple, four songs. It's something literally all of us have said in our minds. And he finally put it to a song. And it's just fucking brilliant. Um, and I tell you, man, I've been watching this guy over the last year on Instagram and he has been live streaming every day. He live streamed an entire, I'm going to write and record a song right now in front of everybody. Um, and it's just reconnecting with people in his sobriety and rediscovering his love for music. You can tell it in this record. And I'm super excited for what he's going to do next. But this album is just fucking fantastic. Yeah, you know, I totally forgot. Um, this record was supposed to come out a while ago, but I yeah. obviously he had some issues Got with because uh, of drama. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> I remember the first single that dropped might have been "Do Not Disturb," and when I heard that, I was like, "Oh, this is like the best song he's put out in like four years." Uh, yeah. And then from there, I was really excited for the record. And to be honest with you, like, yeah, like this this is a, an album that should have made my top 20 and i i totally forgot about it now that i look at it but uh yeah that, that's a good one yeah that's, as you guys are mentioning good. stuff i'm like oh i forgot about that record you yeah, know what i mean yeah. or stuff that just made it or you know uh you know there was there was a lot and there was even a lot of stuff you know again that i that i had never listened to i mean there's ryan adams who's been a staple in my life for 20 plus years you know uh but then again like you know i've forgot to drop and mention like the new trivium record i never really listened to that band and it got dropped on me from spotify and i was like holy shit this is you know fucking blew me away so there was Metal. a lot of music this year man a that's lot. the thing a lot with, with spotify we we were talking about this on the hip-hop episode it's just that if you're if you're into hearing new stuff which we obviously all are you're constantly every friday being bombarded with bangers and like you know yeah you go through these lists at the end of the year and you're like oh my god that's some album that came out in february like i totally forgot and i loved it when it came out but yeah but, just, I, but i feel like this year was even more so and maybe yeah. that's because everybody sat home last year because they I? weren't touring you know so for some bands that you know all live in the same state and maybe you know have <clears throat> accessibility to record separately and and the type of musicians that can do that did it. Mm. And, uh, but yeah, there was just, it, it just filled, you know, that, that hole. Yep. Filling that hole is what we like to do. <laughs> so uh, speaking of filling holes, <laughs> fill in that number five hole for me, Parker. 
Well, I'm Irish, so I can only go like halfway. So that's it. You got a whole you got a you got a whole puncher. All had no neck, baby. That's what they call me. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so one of my favorites came back this year. The uh, the kings of uh, space rock failure came back. Oh, yeah, you're right. Uh, yeah. Wild type droids. So yeah. I saw these guys live twice. Fucking kick ass. Fucking Ken Andrews is the fucking man. Can do no wrong in my eyes. Uh, you know, I, I came into this band late. You know, I, I wasn't listening to them when it came out, obviously. But then, uh, you know, Saturday Savior. Somehow I heard that song and I'm like, what the fuck is this? I've never. So heard, good. Yeah, yeah so I've good. never heard anything like this. And then that was it. Then I've just been a fan ever since. And uh, if you haven't seen them, I mean, there are three pieces. I know that we were just talking about two pieces, but what a great fucking live band. And they could fucking hold their own as a three piece. You don't you don't miss a member with, with them like they no. son, sonically. They're amazing. Uh, I came into them later as well, maybe like 2002, 2003. Um, and f- I mean, yeah, I guess they were already disbanded like he was doing yeah. year, year of the uh, rabbit by then. Mm-hmm. But this record came out and I didn't get a chance to listen to it. So I couldn't throw it on my list. Um, so I, you know, and I knew it. I was like, oh, I just came out not too long ago. And I had the drummer was actually on Facebook talking about, uh, I guess he's offering himself up. Like if anyone needs a drummer for a recording, you know, I guess yeah. you pay oh, for yeah. the session. I was like, yeah. and I'm thinking like, that's a pretty cool idea. Well, yeah. yeah. Yeah, like, oh. <laughs> yeah, yeah, like it would be cool. I've been it's doing like, a new drummer every EP. Yeah. <laughs> I honestly, yeah, only he'll charge me, so I don't know about it. Yeah, I'll, I'll get par. I'll get Parker instead. That's it, man. <laughs> All right, uh, Langan, number five. Uh, my number five is this band from um, Norway, I believe, called Heave Blood, Heave Blood and Die. Nice, it's a good title. Uh, the oh the yeah, yeah, they're pretty Eagle. good. Yeah. They, uh, you hear that band name and hear from the, they're from Norway and you, you, you're thinking, and I'm mentioning them, <laughs> but <laughs> it's not a black metal band. They you're are right. uh, yeah. a post-punk kind yep. of, there's shades of The Cure in there, a lot of Depeche Mode, shades of Shoegaze, Manchester Sounds. Um, nice. I guess they're kind of like a, lyrically like very political or anti-capitalist or whatever, but I don't really listen to lyrics ever anymore so just musically like uh they're coming they're taking all the elements of quote unquote alternative music that i've listened to over the years and like threw it in a blender and it's fantastic and it came out of nowhere i never heard of this band before yep and uh it's, it's real good mm. it is good i i remember somebody posted uh the video of them like you know i guess it was like a live performance but it was like a it, the video was in a house from, or something in a house. Right? Yeah. 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 And, and like the name of the band and where <laughs> they were from. And I was like, wait a minute. I'm like, this sounds almost like it could be like a fiddlehead or something. Like it doesn't make sense. So, yeah. uh, all right. My number five is one of my favorite bands of the last like 15 years, always making good music, Manchester orchestra. Uh, the name of the record is the million masks of God. Um, this band Anytime they make a fucking record, it's just a fucking big deal to me. Um, they have um, a record called Mean Everything to Nothing, which if you've never heard it, it's from beginning to end. It's one of the greatest records ever made. Uh, then they came out with Simple Math later on. So they're, they're always good f- for, for just quality shit. Um, this record in particular, the songs Bedhead, Telepath, um, obstacle uh a lot of cool stuff very mellow in certain spots 
uh, but the melodies are on uh, the melodies and the harmonies are on point. And uh, yeah, if, if you like their old work, th this record is, is great. So Manchester Orchestra coming through again, making my number five. Uh, Antonio, number four. All right. Um, you stole my number four. Manchester Orchestra. Okay. Cool. <laughs> um, yeah, that uh, the album is just beautiful, perfect, catchy. I mean, you kind of said it all. They're definitely one of the most consistent bands. Um, you know, I got into them a little bit later. Funny part is, is like they would play shows that I was at, you know, even some of my friends' bands, and I was too busy, like, hanging out not to pay attention. Then when I paid attention later, I was like, damn it, what was I doing? Um, it happens. It happens. <laughs> yeah. It, you know, it's one of those things. And yeah, this album has just been on constant rotation since the day it came out for me. Yeah. Um, and uh, yeah, I mean, you kind of said it all. Cool, man. Yeah. I'm glad you Manchester got it on there too. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. I'm glad. Uh, <laughs> Parker hit me with that number four. I'm fucking pissed because I just realized that this thing is a duo, this band. So I've got to take back local H. Oh, and, I'm gonna, <laughs> and I'm going to and I'm going to and I'm going to replace it with a band called Zombie. So they put out this album called Liquid Crystal and this fucking thing. Wales, man, fucking duo instrumental. I mean, it sounds everything from like John Carpenter to Goblin. I mean, you know, you got you got some elements of that band Torch in there. I mean, you just want to put this thing on and it just takes you for a fucking a ride. Yeah, they're great. Yeah. You want to floor punch it out, man. That's I do, baby. <laughs> yeah. uh, speaking of local age, uh, Karen's sister always asked me to like cover certain songs. And one day she asked me to cover a local age song. And I was like, what is this band? Yeah. <laughs> so it's funny that you mentioned them, you know, maybe I'll listen to them. You know, people seem to like them. I wish I knew you back in the day, dude, because when I when I worked at uh, Island Records, they had signed local age. Nice. They, they were on the. I just remember I had so many. I was like, my desk was filled with local age <laughs> local bumper stickers. Age. <laughs> I could, have, I could it, have fully, fully dipped you in, in <laughs> bumper stickers, bro. You would have been dripped out. That's hot. Dripped out in local age <laughs> swag. So I'll lace um, you with the sweat, the swag. Um, uh, number four, Langan. Yeah, four um, uh, actors, acts of worship. Oh, that's uh, that's Antonio shit right there. <laughs> yeah, love that one. Yeah, man. Um, they're out of <laughs> Vancouver, right? Uh, yeah. Canada. Um, just great. Uh, very uh, remnant of uh, 80s synth bands. Uh, very Depeche Mode. A lot of Joy Division in there. Um, would you say Sisters of Mercy? <laughs> I would even say, I was saving that reference for another, another one. I was into some sad bastard music this year, man. I just, I when, I, when, I, I when I started the list and I, I you know, I weed weed my way down to yeah. 10 and knock stuff off when i like finally had the 10 and played it through i'm like holy shit like a lot of these bands are yeah. in such the same wheelhouse but you're like how did i not be, kill myself that must be where <laughs> my head was at but and um, then you also uh shouted out leathers ep yes on that, facebook. i love that again ep so good. only four songs but like yeah i'd say like three out of the four are like total bangers but i can't remember the girl's <laughs> name that is yeah, I don't remember her name either, but she's okay. also in actors, hence in actors. why I'm bringing yes. it up. Uh, yeah, you that, got, they're playing St. Vitus uh, in February. Are they? Yeah, you should come out. I should come out. Gotta get you out of Suffolk, bro. I'll see you there. <laughs> One of these days. I'll see you there. 
Um, all right. If, so if uh, Fab's playing drums to them, I'll be there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Can you arrange that? Uh, my number four is a band that consistently makes fucking amazing music and the best live show of the last few years. The band Idols. Uh, the record is called Crawler. Um, this record is a little bit different than all the other ones because it's uh, it's the production, uh, strange production, probably my least favorite out of the four albums, but it's because they try different things like uh, the Beachland Ballroom, uh, Stockholm Syndrome, the title track Crawl. Um, it's still idols, but, the, you know, after four four albums and an EP, you know, you can try different things and stuff. And uh, it's just great, man. What a really smart, like, it's so hard to write the chaos that they do because they write chaos. That's the music that they write. It's just pure chaos. And I think for, for this record, they kind of like focused uh, a little bit more on the production. It's pretty bass heavy. It's not as tinny as like the other stuff because the guitar work is very frantic. But this one's very bass heavy. Um, and uh yeah, it's, just, it's fucking great, man. This band's on a roll. It's amazing that a band like this, it's so abrasive, is 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 become, you know, they're so huge. Like, they'll fucking sell out Terminal 5, like, two nights in a row, and most people don't even know who the fuck they are or what they sound like. I had like. never heard of them until I seen you posted yeah. stuff, and I checked it out, and it's fantastic. I love yeah. it. Yeah, it's yeah. great, for sure. So that's my number four. Uh, man, top three, here we go. Let's do it. Antonio. <laughs> Give me some. All right. So it keeps like we keep doing this, but I'm following it. My number three is Idols. Oh, cool. Um, but a little bit of flip side from what you were saying. Um, I like this the best so good. far from this. Good, band. good, good. And uh, it's a, another band I did get into a little bit later, but um, I love bass heavy. I love the production. Um, even down to the simplest things where when the drummer's hitting the side of the fucking snare, it's still in your face with the rest of it. And uh, they just, the production got nailed. The songs are catchy as fuck. Um, it makes me just want to headwalk on people. It makes me want to clap it. You know, like it fits every mood. Like, I feel like it's a perfect record to listen to when you're driving and the sun is shining and it's the perfect album when you're fucking sitting in your basement, pissed off at the world. So um, it just covers everything. Uh, it's they just nailed it. It's just song after song. Um, and it's funny you were saying like chaos. One of the Spotify uh, playlists that had gotten suggested to me after spinning the shit out of this record was called Noise. So they were in this like list of like Noise, and I'm like, okay, I hear what you're saying about <laughs> about them in that like. Yeah, they chaotic -y, noisy, like yeah. indie, punchy, you know. But yeah, this album is fantastic. It made it to my uh, top three. Um, it was kind of bouncing around the top five throughout the last few weeks and uh, landed at number three. Cool, man. I love that. I love, you know, we're, we're definitely, uh, you know, on par here. So, yeah. Parker, number three. No, man, I feel like a, a schoolgirl fucking announcing this one. So <laughs> fucking I feel like I'm back in high school. It's funny. So do a Lipa. No, so this is, <laughs> oh. this is one band that actually I love, but my wife hates. And there's only like three or four of those, which is kind of funny. But uh, Third Eye Blind, the new Third Eye Blind. 
So, yeah, I know. I did not left see that coming. Field, in. Right? Left field. Whoa. Yeah. So, yeah, I don't I think we need to take a timeout. Fucking bang a polar or something. Do a polar stand or wow. something. Wow. Hey, I love that bed. So I'm not shitting on yeah, it, but I did so, not see that coming. No, but yeah. so good. I mean, this so is like the, the ending of uh of sleepaway camp, you know, when you see the dick. Yeah, dude. And that's it's, that chick it's on bigger, par. That chick had a bigger dick than I have anyway, so we're all good. <laughs> Um, so our band apart is the album and, uh, I don't know, man, like just really good. Like guys got a sweet voice. What is it? Steven? What the hell is this? Perkins uh, or something? Steven Jenkins or Perkins? Steven Piercy or some shit? Or is that the guy from rat? <laughs> that's a dude from, that's a dude from rat. Let's call him um, Steve. Yeah, we'll call him Steve. But like this band, obviously, you know, they had like, you know, graduate and all the big songs on like fucking American pie and shit. And then they kind of like, fell off then they started playing like mulcahy's like you know yeah when they well now you're big time now you're big time so i can yeah. talk shit fucking nerve and plaza over you here. know but they you know then they toured with like jimmy Eat world and stuff like that but i, I yeah. never really followed them on any of this so this once again release radar comes up and i'm like holy shit i'm like i fucking remember this band and i check out like the opening track, which is called Goodbye to the Days of Ladies and Gentlemen, and really soft song, really soft song, like something that I don't even know why I like it or would have listened to it, but I did. And then I just let the album go and I fucking loved it. This guy gets 18 months sober and he turns into Bro, a third eye boy fan. I don't even know. Man. <laughs> well, I, I, I got to tell this story real quick. When they played uh, when they played with Jimmy World at Jones Beach, I took my kids. Oh, it rained, uh, right? And it fucking poured. I was there. Yeah, you were there. We yeah. saw you. Yeah, yeah, me and Elvis saw you. And the funny part is Elvis didn't give a shit. He was in his poncho. And when I look over and he's singing semi-charm kind of life, I'm like, my eight-year-old is singing in the rain to a song about crystal meth and sex. Yeah. And I'll, I don't know if I win as a father or if I completely am like a fucked up parent. Nah, you, <laughs> you, you win. Was, you win. The magical moment. Yeah, yeah, that's <laughs> awesome. Yeah. You, you would never know until one day someone mentions it to you and you're like, oh, I guess. Yeah. Wait a minute. What's up with these lyrics? Nah. <laughs> you know, you would never know, you know, but that's that's awesome. Cool. Good. Number three. Definitely. Uh, you know, that was like the plot twist of the episode. Let's so. <laughs> uh, Langdon. Number three. Uh, my number three, Parker mentioned him before an honorable mention, uh, Enforced Kill Grid. Mm. Um, I guess a thrash crossover, I guess you call him from uh, Richmond, Virginia. Uh, the, the riffs on this record are so fat. This, these guys like kind of fill the void that Power Trip has left for me. Mm. Yep. Like they, mm -hmm. they get it, like really thick tone, fat riffs, great breakdowns. It's... Um, it's their second record. The first one's a banger, too. I, I look forward to see what these guys do the rest of their career. Hopefully they stick around. Yeah, man. Every time you say power trip, I, I still can't believe Riley is. Yeah, there. it's Ugh. fucking crazy. Crazy. It's such a shame. Uh, my number three uh, has been mentioned by everyone so far. I'm pretty sure. Uh, <laughs> quicksand, distant populations. Uh, this is the fucking shit right here um i like the last record but it was different uh no tom capone tom capone was such a big part of that sound to me uh that yeah. when i when i first heard um 
the the songs on this like inversion uh lightning field like i was like oh this is a quick like it felt like a goddamn quicksand album like the riffs the way it was like the melodies um you know mdr emdr um the philosopher i mean just every song on here has the quicksand groove and the production is fucking great and man it's just i love it to me walter trifles is is he's on my mount rushmore of songwriters yeah 100%. every everything he's done from you know quicksand uh to that first civ record <laughs> to you know walking concert uh rival schools you know that this dude is just uh he, he I, I wish we could have really heard world's fastest car yeah yeah yeah, yeah. well oh. some of those songs ended up yeah uh, yeah they're flown around the internet but i mean there's like a full record with yeah yeah but Walter and Artie. some oh. of the some of those ended up on rival schools rival schools yeah yeah, yeah. but uh yeah man i'm listen good year when you when we get a, a great quicksand record so uh number two let's do it antonio all right, number two has been mentioned before, and that's going to be Turnstile Glow On. Um, so, personally, never really a super Turnstile person. Heard them, thought it was good. Never really bought the records, never saw them live. And then I heard this record, and I was like, what the holy fuck? It was... Um, it gave me that same kind of feeling that I got the first time I heard "Refuse the Shape of Funk to Come." Now I don't want to say it's up to that par because that's a you know to me probably in my top five favorite albums of all time. Every genre you're gonna see that record, but it had that same little allure to it where I'm gonna give you heavy, I'm gonna give you catchy, I'm gonna give you electronic. Um, you know, it's just all melted into one like giant kick in the dick. Cohesive though, like that record, yes. it, it just it it's a continuation. I, I don't feel like it ever stops. It just goes to like those interludes, to those yeah. melodies. And I think um, that's where they get away with all the songs being so short. Because like I said, the full album itself is maybe 35, 36 minutes. Yeah, long. it's 35. Yeah. You know, and but it does seem like one whole full cohesive thing um and i've been watching some clips from their record release show online and just the energy that the people have as well is really coming through they're pulling it off insane live infectious infectious. you know so i definitely can't wait till hopefully things go back to going back to being normal and i can see them do these record these this record live but fucking turnstile glow on fucking killer number two love it Parker, number two. So my number two is also Turnstile Glow On. So, <laughs> so they released this this love connection, this like yeah, four, yeah, the four, four yeah. video small movie thing, and just I guess kind of just gets into all the types of different influences, you know, that they could kind of play their instruments with. And uh, I was blown away. You know, they put together this. It was just like a little movie, almost like a mini concert, and. Uh, this kind of reminded me, I don't want to say musically like silent majority life of its spectator, but I got the same feeling, which I hadn't felt since then. Like I wanted to get in my car, roll the fucking <laughs> windows down and just blast this thing and just drive for fucking 30 minutes. And, and I had your riches. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and I hadn't felt this. in what is that? 30 fucking years. I came out 25 years or whatever. Yeah. Um, same thing. Like I had listened to the previous album. It was cool. Never saw them live, but 
this is a fucking monster. This is like its own entity, this album. Yeah. Yeah. I guess that's the only one that we all four of us had, right? Yeah, I think yeah. so. Because so you yeah. didn't have quicksand up there. So yeah, that was the only thing. So cool. Yep. Uh Lelanga, number two. Uh, my number two is Carcass Torn Arteries. Um, I, I always loved this band, um, especially when they hit the heart work sound. They were ahead of their time then. But uh, for a band to take that much time off and come back the way they have with Surgical Steel on this record, very few bands like that I could think of, you know, Alice in Chains took a, a long gap and came back amazing. It's like bands don't come back mm. and don't miss a step yeah that often very rare very rare and uh these guys are crushing it still it's mm. uh they picked up right where they left off and um it's great riffs great guitar playing it's 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 fantastic um love it cool uh my number two my number two and my number one are, are exciting for me because they're they're definitely the two records that i love the most this year very very good so my number two is uh, a band called cloud nothings from ohio and the record is called the shadow i remember and uh this is just indie rock goodness it's just like fuzz guitars really catchy choruses um songs like nothing without you uh open rain i i mean th this band cloud nothings probably putting out quality shit since since 2012 uh, but this record is just catchy song after catchy song. Um, just like just uh, I'm trying to think of, of something to compare it to. Uh, just the best parts of like indie rock, man. Like it's just like very cool guitar work. Um, man, I can't say enough about this record. This record, everyone should listen to it. It's fucking phenomenal. The Cloud Nothings, The Shadow I Remember. Uh, if you don't know who the fuck they are. There's like two of us that maybe do, <laughs> but you know, really good stuff, man. I can't say enough about it. And uh, just, I don't know, catchy melodies, catchy guitars, fucking open symbol choruses. Like, you know, you know, when you're at the chorus on this record. So uh, shout out to that. And uh, here we are, man. Number one, number one number album one. of 2021. Here we go. Antonio from Fascination Street Podcast. What do you uh, have? All right. It's been mentioned by my boy, Brian Langadan. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I know. Actors, acts of worship. Yeah. Um, this band's, uh, I don't know, you know what else to say. I mean, being, you know, a guy who obviously his favorite band is The Cure because I have a podcast about The Cure, but also grew up um, listening to punk rock, hardcore um uh this album is i guess i mean i don't even know what to call them you know like now there's they're calling it like post-punk and whatever it is i don't know its influences are for sure sisters of mercy <laughs> you know uh depeche mode the cure duran duran but then again you know sometimes there's this catchy stuff where you're feeling like kind of like killers-esque it's all over the place mood wise. It's um, song like suicide is just, man, the chorus on this is just unbelievable. Simple four piece. You got guitar, you got keys, bass player that only almost plays down, only downstrokes, you know, and just the in the fucking pocket drummer. Uh, this, this record blew me away. 
they're doing big things. Uh, they are from Canada. And I, I think by the time we're wrapping up, you know, next year's top albums, I think a lot more people are going to be hearing this band. You, they're going to be doing some big stuff. And uh, I can't it's gonna be wait to see where it show. goes. Yeah, <laughs> it's going to start here. Absolutely. You heard it here first. Yeah. Fuck Casey Kasem. <laughs> wow. Uh, but yeah, actors. Well, not too soon. Yeah. Too soon. Yeah, too soon. Too soon. Um, actors, it's... acts of worship. Uh, if you like, you know, anything new wavy, punky, catchy, check it out. It is definitely worth uh, a listen. It is by far my number one album of the year. Nice. Awesome. Lang, uh, Parker, number one. What do you have? So Langan you, actually. You look. You look like you're ready to tell us a secret. Let's go. Yeah. Well, Langan mentioned them. They were in his, you know, his honorable mentions. But uh, man, I fucking love this band, Knife Light Orchestra. So just huge fucking. I mean, this band should be playing fucking goddamn stadiums. Like the the huge choruses. There's like fucking twelve people in the band. Fucking backup singers. I mean, like keyboard players. I mean, it's like. The best parts of like fucking Toto, Kiss, Ghost, Ario Speedwagon, like all fucking put together. Wow. Like every band I never want to hear in my whole well, life. Well, fucking that's your goddamn problem, right? <laughs> you know, but there uh, is like a whole a- AOR music yes. revival going on in Europe. Yeah. And like the singer of that of Night Flay Orchestra is from Soil Work. Soil Work. And then the bass player, and then the bass players from Arch Enemy. Which yeah. is crazy because you got these two guys yeah. in like borderline like death metal bands right. playing like playing in a band that sounds like fucking like ABBA, like that should be playing on fucking like solid gold. You know who I blame? Yeah. Ghost. Yeah. Ghost. Well, that, yeah. 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 No, it's yeah. True. Go, it's Ghost. True. Ghost basically said like that dude when once he said I wanted to do a satanic Kansas, mm-hmm. I was like, wait a minute. I'm like, that's yeah. exactly <laughs> what the fuck you did. You yeah. son yeah. of a bitch. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you snuck that in. <laughs> it's a good record yeah cool all right number one uh yeah that was the first thing langan mentioned so yep okay. yeah uh brian number one my number one parker mentioned before perturbin the minator was that rise of, the Mas- rise of the machines permanent <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh lustful sacraments uh the second i heard this record i knew it was my favorite record of the year just like in our hip hop episode when we talked about ropes, yeah, yeah. I just I'm like, this is the bar for me. Um, I'm gonna have to edit that out. <laughs> it's um, it's it's Sisters of Mercy esque. Um, it, it it I like the direction that he's taking. I love his old stuff. That was very much like you know, sounded like a an '80s sci-fi soundtrack, and I, I dug that. But I like he he did that for so long, and he nailed it. So I like that he did tried something else here and he was always uh implementing like a lot of rock guitar he p- plays a lot of metal festivals like with this music and stuff so he has like a reach into a lot of different camps and uh i, I like the chance he took and it went and it works for me and if you like uh dark wave and and ebm music and all that classic 80 sounds of the bands we've mentioned before it's uh it's fantastic Perturbator, cool. sacraments. I'm definitely gonna check that out. Ah, so here we go. My my number one. Uh, I love Jack Antonoff, man. Um, he was in a band called uh, Fun, which was pretty popular. Um, he's a New Jersey guy with punk rock roots. He's in a band that he does by himself called Bleachers. 
Uh, Bleachers have a record uh, called Take the Sadness out of Saturday Night. And uh, it's fucking great. I mean, like, how many people have Bruce Springsteen on a feature? He does. Um, How many people have Jason Isbell covering? Like, Jason Isbell covered his song 45 off of this. Um, There's a Lana Del Rey feature as well, a song called Secret Life. Um, And my favorite song is Stop Making This Hurt, which is from my favorite video of the year. Uh, it's like very, this record in particular, I feel like is very talking heads. Um, so if that's the type of shit you fuck with, this, this is my number one album of the year, without a doubt. It's just fucking brilliant. The guy, he's a songwriter. He writes stuff with, um, uh, you know, Lord and um, uh, Taylor Swift and all this other shit. So he's super talented, super plugged in. And this record is the best album of the year, if you ask me. And if you don't know what the fuck it is, you should definitely listen to Bleacher. So cool. Here we go. We did everything. Did it. In 80 minutes. So people yeah. don't kill themselves, which is good, especially after, you know, uh, the hour after this with the hip hop stuff. Um, if, if there isn't something for you to listen to out of all, I mean, this is a wide, <laughs> wide net between the four. Yeah, we covered it all for sure. Yeah. Wide, wide net. And uh, all of us are going to have individual playlists. So, uh, you know, as you listen to the episode, if you, if you want to check out any of our playlists, just let me know and I'll, you know, I'll post it somewhere. And that way you have a reference to what we're talking about. So guys, uh, thanks for doing this. Awesome. Yeah. yeah. Thanks for having and, me. Antonio. Thanks for jumping on with us uh, oh, yeah. for these meaningless conversations of <laughs> stupidity. So uh, guys. Yeah. Live long and prosper. Rolls Royce pull up, black boy hop out. Shout out to my mother and my father, they can pull out. MSG sell out, fuck these niggas yap out. Whips on whips, my ancestors got their backs out. Two far, five hundred stacks for the hood. Call me lumberjack, cause I wish a nigga would. Whereas you would like I, this the wish a nigga could face. They ain't getting paper like they should. Niggas ain't really on the type of shit he on. I hit Drizzy and told him I had a milli phone. Hey, yo, uh, welcome to hey, yo. Red River podcast, episode number 108. Today, we're going to talk about, um, you know, I guess this is going to be like a two parter. So that this will be like uh, the first or second part. I'm not too sure yet, but uh, we're, we're going to talk about our favorite hip hop albums of the year. Ten of them complete. Uh, we have Matt Veal back in the house, uh, you know, a very famous Here. photographer. You know, <laughs> I, 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 I world, like world renowned on the Internet. I like I like your your no echo <laughs> article. Look at you. Thank you. Yeah. yeah. Catch- Respect to my man Mike Musilli for uh, hooking that up. Yeah, catching some props, man. So um, now before we start, I just want to basically go through. Um, you know, I had honorable mentions, so I'm going to name mm-hmm. my my ten honorable mentions. Twenty word down to eleven. Uh, Twenty is Brockhampton. Uh, then I have uh, Hus King, uh, with Portis Hus, which is a really cool record. Got my Portis Head uh, shirt on. Exactly. <laughs> uh, got the Planet Asia record where uh, uh, Evidence did the beats on, which is crazy. Um, uh, I have Nas, uh, King's Disease number two, which is a really good album. Um, mm. might end up on someone's top ten. Um, uh, Apollo Brown's Maybe. latest record. Uh, then Rome Streets and Ransom. Uh, I mean, killer duo at, yeah, fif- at 15. Sure. 
the new atmosphere record i have it 14 it's yeah, called word good. it's fucking really good man yeah. a real great return to form i i i love that i loved it um 13 i have conway the machine uh, with la machina uh then i got 12 uh benny the butcher um uh god what fucking record was that it wasn't Oops, I meant- oh no the um the one was special right yeah, uh, the, the trust the Sopranos. That's the one. Trust the Sopranos. Yeah. Uh, and then at number eleven, man. Speaking of the guy we were just talking about, uh, Nem's Congo, and it it, it kind of killed me to not have him in my top ten. But when I saw the other ten albums, I'm like, it just doesn't make sense. Like, I think Gorilla Monsoon is probably like top three hip hop record of the last ten years, without a doubt. It's, yeah, it's a great record. It's fucking flawless. It's it was going to be hard for him to. I know he's put out a bunch of shit since then, but like it's hard to come. It's hard to top that. It's very hard to top that. And uh, this one's good. But I mean, that that was just, you know, out of the atmosphere. So those are my honorable mentions. I don't know if you guys want to throw honorables out, Matt. Yeah, sure. I only did. I did uh, 15. So I have five honorable mentions. Yeah. yeah. Uh, 15. I have that Arm and Hammer uh, Alchemist record. Haram. Mm -hmm. I was I never heard of them before that came out, but. That was uh that was dope. Fourteen, I got the the Rosenberg compilation real late. A lot of good guest spots on there. Uh, Thirteen, Ransom and Big Ghost Limited, Heavy as the Head. That was tough to not put in my top yeah, ten. To be that, honest, that's a good you know, one. I, man. I checked that out real late in the year, like after it had been out for a while. So like I didn't have time to really yeah sit with it. So like, uh, number twelve, I got Benny plugs. I met two. And number 11, I got a Big Kahuna OG and Monday Night Shark Report. Awesome. Dudes out of nice. Richmond who are fucking awesome. Uh, Langan, anything? Uh, yeah, I mean, this was so hard. I mean, I have like 20 things. I probably could have gave like a solid 30, like if we did that this year. So I'll, I'll Me just, too. I'll, Me too. I'll yeah. name off a couple, no particular order. Uh, Jazz Spastics, uh, Camera of Soul. Uh, Blizz from Juice. Oh, uh, yeah. Yo, uh, yeah. fucking Gore, our, our buddy, Lord Goat, man. He did the production on, on a lot of those songs, and that was a great record. Album cover of the year, too. Yeah, 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 yeah. That was a great album cover. Zar uh, um, Face and Doom, Super What, uh, Blue, The Color Blue, uh, the Ransom Rome Streets album that you mentioned before. Uh, I got Nems, Congo, uh, DJ Muggs, uh, Cartagena, uh, Outcast God and um, Lord Bell and uh, Stu Bangers, the Cast God Kill 'em All record. Stu Bangers had a great year again. Um, Demue the Fudge Monk, Conversation Peace, and El Camino's If You Know Now You Know, or If You Know You Know. Cool, cool. But, ah, yeah. So, yeah. I mean, that killer, everyone has the, the killer honorable mentions. Uh, it was a really, it, it was a pretty hard list for me to compile my favorite rock records as well. Um, but yeah. I mean, there was a lot of fucking great hip hop stuff. So uh, let's kick it off. So Number many 10. artists like put out like four albums. Well, here, here's what I want to say about that. Like, I, I think it really comes down to Spotify. So like the thing with that is like, I feel like a lot of these guys are used to eating a certain amount. And, and, and I feel like they're like, okay, I can't release one record because I can't live off of those streams and that mm-hmm. revenue. So they start yeah. putting out like multiple albums. So it's like, okay, well, I'll make 40 songs this year and I'll put out 10 songs every quarter. 
which I guess is mm-hmm. cool for them, but in a way it's just kind of obnoxious because there's, there's a lot of records. It's like, man, it's like when you you're up to your fourth release in a year, it's like, I, I got to pick one to go with because it's like, yeah. I don't have for that much time. That are like, uh, you know, really try to keep up with stuff too, as it's kind of like we do, you know, it's, yeah. it's, it's like it's an escalator. It's, it's an escalator to, to sit with a record. Like really, yeah, you know, that happened last year with um Fleabord. He put out 12 albums last year. He put out one a month for all of 2020. And like, it, it just becomes like, I'm not going to yeah. listen. To all no, like, you know, guided, like guided by voices too. It's like, you're going to put out three yeah. albums last year. It's like, yeah, I, it's nah. like, we get it. You have a lot of song, but like, <laughs> you don't need to release everything, you know, yeah. like it's cool. Yeah. And I mean, I guess like when you were, when you rap, you have a studio on you all the time. If you just got a laptop yeah. and a mic, so you could just record all day long if you feel like it. And so I, I guess I, that's I guess it too. Just, it's insane though that like too that you know they're putting out this much stuff and they bang. The, I mean, yeah, it's, and it's all like quality. Like, it's not shit. like yeah, yeah, yeah. Nobody's putting out like ah, you probably should have held on to that one. No mm. clunkers. Yeah, and, like, and and it, I think also last year maybe it was a a little bit exaggerated because no one really toured. So I guess it was yeah. just a lot a lot easier to put out records last year as well to stack some for this year. So, but um, yeah, let's kick it off. Number 10, Matt, give me your 10, uh, number 10, out al- a hip hop album of 2021. Uh, number 10, I got Conway and Big Ghost. If it bleeds, it can be killed. Yeah. I, I, I gotta say- I love his production. His, yo, him and Apollo Brown are like my two favorites right now because I, I, I don't, I can't say enough about Big Ghost. Like he fucking- he might have the best um, Crime Apple album, which came out in 2018. Yeah, like, yeah. Every year he fucking puts out shit that I, I it, it just kind of blows me away. And there was a record that he did. He did a remix uh, of, of a Griselda record, which isn't even up on Spotify anymore. But like in the beginning of the year, it was. And it was like a Miami, the Miami version of that. And it was just. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I didn't I didn't even get a chance to listen. To oh, I think it was up and it like came down. I have to it came try to down. Find it. Yeah, it was really good. It's uh, it's up on YouTube and it's so fucking good. But OK, cool. Now, is it is it one guy or it's like uh, I thought it was one guy. I, I think it was one- too, but I was like reading up on it because that, that album's going to uh, I'm going to mention it later, too. But uh, that there's like a lot of um, a gray area that it might be like, they're not sure if it's one guy or a multiple, or multiple guy. There, I, don't, I, I assume it's one guy, but I, yeah. I have no idea. I never actually like looked into it. I just oh, assume there's, there's no picture. <laughs> there's no pictures. There's yeah. No, like, it's just, it's, like, the, it's just the ghost with the, the Uzi mm-hmm. and the backwards yeah. fitted hat. Like yeah, that's yeah. the, right. So yeah, I know. I never really thought of that. Um, Langan number 10. Uh, K a a N that guy. Um, I believe he's out of, I think he's out of Maryland, but, uh, he always seems to find a way on my list every year. Like, uh, he does some real good conscious, uh, lyrics and, but he can spit and he spits bad. I mean, this, the album I picked is, is Kaizen. Um, cause see, I think he, he put out three or four this year too. Um, and they're all good, but, um, this one, it's, it's got features with, uh, Afro and, uh, R.A. the Rugged Man, and he can hang with all those guys who, and those guys spit really fast too. And this this kid, uh, this kid can hang. There's some real good smooth tracks on that too. Cool, cool, cool. Um, my n- number ten. I'm glad to have this guy back on any list, which is Tyler the Creator. Call me if you get lost. Uh, this record is a Great real, record. real return to form. 
very fun, very youthful. Uh, you know, on the on the lumberjack track, he he fucking spits over two cups of blood by the grave diggers. Mm. Um, some great guest spots from like Lil Wayne. Uh, there's a really good song with uh, Little Uzi and uh, Pharrell Williams. But the energy and the beats of it, it it's just it's a really good album, and I'm so glad he put it out because. I, it um it, it was like the first time in a very long time that I was excited to listen to one of his albums. So yeah, Ty- Tyler, call me if you get lost. Number nine, man. Uh Crime Apple and Mugs, Cartagena. They, you know, that uh that duo, they they're hard to fuck with. That's some of my favorite mugs shit. Um, and I feel like that's crime is at his best when he's spitting over mugs tracks yeah yeah yeah. um i'm, I'm gonna mention it i'll talk about it when it gets to to my list because uh, i have it up on my list as well uh, mm-hmm. because I, I know we discussed like to me like it's like the bars are so good but like if you're bilingual like for me like me understanding both languages like it's just the shit that he comes up with is ridiculous. So it's like, I wish like I could just teach everyone Spanish so they could like, yeah, like I, I understand enough Spanish to where yeah. like I, there's, I'm sure there's still a million things flying over my head. Yeah. But like, I still can pick up on most of it and it's just, it's dope. I love Good. that. Good. I love it. It goes back and forth with that. I love that. Um, which is something he kind of did, but he does it a lot more with mugs. I feel like they, they, they have those real, yeah. like Latin centric stuff. He know? gets it. He gets in his Cypress Hill bag. When yeah, he, yeah uh, for sure. Spits, yeah. spits with mugs. Uh, Langan, number nine. Um, I got, you mentioned it earlier, Sam, in your honorables, uh, Husk Kingpins, Porter Husk. Husk Kingpins, another one put out, I don't know, like, 10 records this year, it seems yeah. like. But, uh, <laughs> yeah. yeah, you put out so many. It's hard to... Put out a Christmas record last week. <laughs> I saw that. I was like, stop, bro. Stop. <laughs> stop. I like it's you, not but I'm, I'm, not, I'm not checking for the, the Christmas yeah. rap album. I, I had... I'm like, no I disrespect. listen to this also. I, I can't enough. Um, but, you know, I'm a huge Portishead fan. Obviously, I see you are. Um, uh, <laughs> yeah, I mean, they just... Uh, so their music was meant for like hip hop lyrics over it. And yep. uh, I would even love to see them. I mean, they obviously don't have a big work ethic, Porter said, but uh, <laughs> <laughs> like do like something like Fantagram did, you know, with, I mean, I didn't like the big Grams thing, but I would love to see them collaborate with some MCs. Yeah, like, that'd be dope. Live band. But, um, you know, it, it's, it's a great album, great concept, great execution. And Porter said is rife with great samples yeah i mean th- there's a song called beth gibbons on there you know I mean? that's like, my favorite one on the right track, it's just man. like it's yeah. so cool because like we w- the three of us like portishead like those first two records are just like i i mean they're just life-changing for sure yeah, yeah. um absolutely and jeff put out a record last year under the name quakers um which is like a hip-hop record which which i thought Mm -hmm. was pretty good so i I definitely recommend that as well um so my number nine is a guy that also put out a bunch of records and i I put put the video up on youtube uh today uh your old droog so Mm -hmm. i went with his latest release space bar uh man it's so this is a guy that you listen to him and when i listen to him like the rhymes he's he's very much like a like a doom guy you know like you hear that shit and it's just like his 
his like bars are so ridiculous. And, and, and on this record in particular, he really dips into his like, um, um, you know, uh, Russian um, ethnicity and, and pulls out some really cool stuff. And uh, it, it's just got a lot of really good stuff like white Russian uh, Yuri, Bloody Mary. Uh, the song I posted today was Meteor Man. And it's just like the shit that he comes up with. And, and, and some of these beats are just so ridiculous. Um, I love it. You know, I know that he gets a lot of shit from uh, for sounding like Nas. But I think it's just how his voice sounds. It's like one of the yeah. it's like it, an Action it, Bronson thing. Yeah, it's, it's like totally, that's just how he sounds. Like, like it's not, you know, when I made a joke on Facebook and stuff about, about you know, if he counted Drew's albums. Yeah. Yeah, but but I, you know, I listen. Hip hop's been around a long time, and like uh, you know, I'm a big Eddie Van Halen fan. When Eddie Van Halen came out, a lot of people played like that, and and a vocal tone or a way you do with things, you might be influenced by that in the same way. It could work that way. Doesn't take anything away because Drew is consistently putting out great shit. Yeah, and I mean, Action Bronson's kind of sounded like Ghostface a little bit in his flow. And his voice and stuff like that, but I still like Action Bronson. But this, you know, people influence people. I think. It's- yeah, and Droog just kind of sounds like Nas in the voice. He doesn't have the same flow exactly. or like or, or like yeah rhyme. You know, like his rhyme patterns totally. and stuff. He's not. He's, he's more his, like laid back, I guess. Kind of, it, for lack of a better. Word. No, no, for sure. And his his to me his his rhyme pattern is is doom. Like he is a fucking yeah. doom. He's Very a doom doom, doom yeah. disciple for yeah. sure. Um, but man, I, I, I hope he gets uh, a little bit more notoriety. Uh, you know, like, uh, I feel like a lot of people, like, I feel like he caught buzz for a second, like being on a static record a couple of years ago. And then I feel like from there, he's just putting out these releases that I, I don't really feel are, are getting the attention that they deserve. So, yeah. um, Matt, give me your number eight, uh, number eight. I got Matt Kami pray for Haiti. Nice. It's nice to hear him back on like the, the Griselda yeah team and having west side gun executive produce that uh i feel like really showed like i his stuff with mugs was cool and um and what but this record was i thought was fantastic i loved it yeah that this is a record that that's come up a lot in the last couple of weeks i didn't get a chance to listen to it so I, i couldn't add it on the list but a lot of people, it made a lot of year-end lists, like where people yeah. are just really excited about this record. So I'm, I got to go back and listen to it for sure because uh, I love that he he got back with the crew. So it, and it's out on Griselda Records. I mean, they got a great stable right now with Rome Street. Yeah. You know, uh, oh yeah. So for uh, sure. Langan, number eight. Uh, my number eight. I'm like editing this as we go here, but uh, I'm gonna with mugs. He with so much great stuff. I could have easily put like I think he put out five records this year of straight hip hop and this yeah. and that other one that was kind of like rock down tempo. You know, yeah, that, that one. Name of it. Um, yeah, I have it. It came name. like Sacred Bones put it out. I, I forget what the yeah, but I forget I, the name. I of easily could have had mugs like all over this, so I just like dropped it to two. Yeah, yeah. So I'm gonna I'm gonna put um his American Cheese, uh, record, um so much uh, the action Bronson uh, uh, don't ride don't ride um, wow I don't have the song in front of me it's, I think it's the second one on the record but the action Bronson track and Mayhem Lauren who's another one when you mentioned Crime Apple before 
the mayhem Lawrence stuff with mugs is like always fantastic. Yeah, I think oh, it's I was, don't, don't ride with drugs or something like that's that. It. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, that's my favorite track on the record. Yeah, but, that uh, that track's great. It, it's just that you know that dark mugs with those little mm-hmm. piano, you know. Yeah, it's just sinister. Yeah, and and here's a guy. I mean, like he's been doing it. Like Cypress Hill came out so goddamn long ago. And now now, you know, he talked about there's like a little documentary, uh, maybe 17, 18 minutes up on YouTube about Muggs and and his career. Uh, It's fucking great. It's, It's a really solid 18 minutes. And he talked about just like why he dipped out in the middle of his career, because he said once the stream, first of all, he said he got like kind of bored with hip hop around the time that Cypress Hill was out. He's just like, yeah, whatever. I'm just going to that's why I did the record with Tricky like yeah uh, right and then from there he just saw like streaming and like people like you know taking music he's like ah, i didn't really want to fuck with music and then he said once the the, the um the streaming sites got got up to date and like you know the revenue started coming in he's he's like that excited him again then he's like from that moment on he's like all right now i can make my own videos i could do this super diy i mean the guy buys a fucking vinyl printing plant like this this dude is is a one stop shop like he gets somebody that he's into that he respects they make a record in a week they fucking put it out he pumps it like it's just i mean he makes it up for lost time man i mean he posted on uh he posted on instagram like last week or two weeks ago that he found a bunch of tapes from the 90s that had like 300 beats that he never used on them so (laughs) i think 2022 is about to be yeah insane if he decides to use those yeah um my number eight Big Ghost, man. Big Ghost Limited uh, with Eddie Kane. A Tree Grows in Brooklyn. Um, nice. This record fucking blew me away. Like, it really blew me away. Like, I can't believe how much I like it. Um, it's it's it, like when you hear the actual production on this, it's like um, I feel like a, a lot of like uh, 60s uh guitar it, it, it it's just man it, it feels like old rizza like old rizza really uh on this album um some really good stuff on here east flatbush uh can't look back um what's another really good one getting over it was a fucking banger of a track there is so many good i can't recommend this album enough this is this album out of the all 10 of them was the one that took me by surprise the most. Like, and it's just really the production. I've never heard of Eddie Kane before, but he does a really good job on this record. So big ghost doing it again uh, with a tree grows in Brooklyn, very Brooklyn centric, obviously. So that was one I I checked out like last week when I found out when we were doing, I was like, Oh, let me go and check out some shit that I didn't listen to. And that's really good. Yeah. But I just didn't have enough time to sit with it. I know know. that's how really, that's how it was with me with with Nas, a new Nas record. Like right. I'm just yeah. like, uh, I don't know. I just it just came out. I listened to it twice. I'm like, it it's sounds dope. good. Yeah, it sounds yeah. good. It's I, dope. I, I love the premiere if and the, ASAP Rocky song. Yeah. If that came out earlier in the year, I think it would it would definitely be on my on my yeah. list for sure. Might have to throw it on for next year. So uh cool. Yeah. So we're up to number seven. <laughs> uh number seven, I got West Side Gun, Hitler Wears Hermes eight, and I'm gonna cop out. And I'm gonna pick both of them mm-hmm. because even he said it's one album and not two albums. So that's my uh, my cop out answer instead of it's picking side A or side B. Your illusion. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> he said it's two sides of the same album. They just released it. This if I together, had to pick one, it, yeah, side B probably more than A. But overall, mm-hmm. just a great record. The Rome Streets 
uh guest spots are awesome um stove god is is dope it's just a great great overall great overall record uh langan number seven uh my number seven is Vinny paz's burn everything that bears your name um big album i mean i think there was like 20 tracks on this record well, there was a lot of songs yeah a lot of songs on that uh great cameos ill bill uh boy lloyd goat crime apples on that and just has doing what he does man just one of the best voices in hip-hop i love his voice yeah yeah for sure but but uh the tracks poppy wardrobe yeah that's and, uh, that's Stu bangers man that he crushes that, that yeah yeah so good so, yeah, so we got we got he said he wants to come back on the show, so we got to get him back next. Does time. he great? Yeah, yes. yeah. Um, cool. I got number seven, uh, a record that I did not expect to love as much as I did. I'm a big Havoc fan, obviously. Mm. Uh, Styles P, like I could give or take, I was never really like a big fan, but man, the Styles P and Havoc record, Wreckage Manor, is so good. Nine songs, and it's fucking great. It's yeah. it's like I don't want to say a mob deep record, but it's kind of like the same thing. It's like, it just feels like that. Uh, all the songs just like, man, I, I I'm a, I'm a big styles P fan now. And, and Havoc does this thing, the production on it. Uh, God, so happy. Like I listen, and, and I love a record like this. Cause it's nine songs mm. and every song is a banger. Like if you right. want, if you want to take my time, and, and release a bunch of shit, man, nine or 10 songs is all I need. Like, give me, give me yeah. that, give me that clip. You know, it's, it's, it's a total of 31 minutes. It's just really good, man. If, if you love their work, especially Havoc, um, I just, I can't believe how much I like this record. I, I like, I, I didn't really think I was going to, I was going to like it. I listened to the first song, uh, fuck around. And then the second song comes, and I was like, Oh, this is really good. Third song for but like seven, eight, nine, I'm like, yo, I'm like the whole record is just fire. So love it. That's my number seven. Uh, number six, Matt. Number six, uh, Boldy James and Alchemist, Bo Jackson. Just the the new one, the the newer one was great too, but I had to go overall. Bo Jackson, just it's a longer record. It's got more, you know, guest spots from uh, Currency, Freddie Gibbs, Benny. Just and the two of them together, that's like a they're like made to make records together. It's what they like. They put out like five records, I think, at this point, four or five. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, they together. They, they have a lot and, of work together. Yeah, yeah, their their chemistry is great. I gotta say, I listened to the record and I didn't, I didn't really love it, and I didn't really like the new record. Uh, and I know, like, I'm in the minority because that record has made it on to everyone's best of. Um, I like it a lot. It's just like compared to everything else that, that I have on my list, I didn't really fuck with and it. You know, like that. Boldy's flow is a little kind of like. I don't want to say like, it's like laid back and like kind of feel like it's kind of something that has to grow on you a little bit. Like I didn't really like him at first when I first heard him, but then I heard the one they did last year and that kind of, yeah, yeah, that kind of got me, got me hooked on him. Good for them. Good for them. So laying in number six. Yeah. I got um, the Benny, the butcher 38 special trust the Sopranos. Yeah. Which I think was on your guys. It's mansion. it was on my honorable mention, man. It's just fine. It, it like it was between that and plugs, but I I yeah. really like this one more than plugs. Same with me. Same yeah. with me. Both although good, although plugs uh, one is the best, but plugs one yeah. is awesome. 
but uh yeah i mean it's great great production great tracks it's all about the production for me we always talk about this but uh um even a song like uh corner which is one of my favorite tracks on the record because of the production because i hate when i hate when uh, when mcs like sing song the yeah. choruses sometimes yeah, yeah. we've me, talked me about too. that yep, too yep, yep. but it works for me in this yeah. so i'm like wow i gotta give him a nod for that but uh yeah trust the sopranos yeah to, to us like if you cut if you cut the hook that's what we like i yeah. want to i want to hear you cut the hook all cuts that's all it i don't want to hear cut. anyone singing shit that's I'm why like... i love Stu so much man ah uh, yes I'm, so I'm, many I'm gonna mention him later on for sure yes so my number six is uh uh, Matt's number seven, so Hitler's where him her me is. Uh, but I'm gonna go with the first one, uh, just because man, I yo the production on this is crazy. The Mac Hami song, the fucking uh, the Rome Streets one, uh, the Lil Wayne fucking track on this. This is a real like this was my favorite Griselda release all year. Like this yeah. is this to me. Um, where a lot of times, listen, you know, you're always going to stretch out. You're always going to try different things. And a lot of these guys are, are different, trying different things that, that don't sound like Derringer anymore. Uh, and, you know, hey, good for you. But th- I feel like West Side is still the one that keeps the flag the way it started. Uh, and uh, I feel like his production is always on par with uh, Griselda. I feel like his, his production is like the flagship for sure, which is funny because he's my least favorite of the three. Yeah, as, as far as being an MC, but his ear for for the production, he's got he's got the maybe the best ear for production. <laughs> yeah, that I've ever like come across. You know, like outside yeah. of like MC the uh, producer duos, you know. But like, yeah, I don't. He's got an amazing ear. Yeah, it's did, unbelievable. Did, this one's a banger. Like I, I fucking, I love this record. For <clears> sure. <throat> uh, so cool. This we're at the halfway mark. All right, so best albums of 2021. We're at the top five here. So, Matt, give me your number five. So, number five, I had never heard of this dude before. I found out about in, like, some other Facebook group, uh, Code of the Friend and Static Selected to Kill a Sunrise. Oh, no. Okay. I didn't listen to that. Yeah? Wow. Wow. Okay. Like, that was, like, it came out. I think it came out like late spring or yeah, right before the summer. And right it was like before the summer. And it, it was, was like a, a perfect good summer record. Summer record. Mm-hmm. It's like a perfect, just drive with the windows down with that shit bumping his flow over statics production. Unbelievable. Mm. So fucking good. I, I got, I got to listen to that. That's the one static record that mm. I didn't listen to. Cause I didn't know the dude. And yeah, like, I never heard of him. And yeah. somebody like posted it and I was like, yo, this is crazy. Yeah. And then I went back and like, checked out all his other shit prior to that and it's all dope but this one is like i think the the static production really the like static production helps elevates it to listen, that next level i'll tell yeah, you this. i didn't know that guy from a hole in the wall either but yeah. the second i heard it in the time period it was when the weather was starting to get nice yep. i remember throwing it, it came out the at the per- if like, it came out now so good yeah if it came out now it'd be a different st- it wouldn't yeah. feel the same it came out totally. right at the right time but the thing with static like he like the he did a record with millie's which was the best Millie's record, you know, because Millie's now wraps over like a lot of trap beats and that's fine. But like the he uh, static did a record with him. Static did a record with fucking Paul Wall, like people that like I wouldn't normally listen to. But with that static fucking stamp, 
you know, he, like he's he's basically yeah. he's the new premiere. That's what he is. Mm. It just what it like you hear a static beat, you know, immediately it's like the essence. Like it, It's like if you read like the label, like the ingredients, like his ingredients are hip hop. That's that's really what it is. When you hear a static beat, you're like, this is this is the essence. So uh, I, I got to check that record X. I, 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 For I, sure. I, I ignored it. Yeah. Uh, Langan, number five. Uh, I got Eric Bobo and Stu Banger's Empires. Um, Bobo was on the show once. I missed. I missed that one, unfortunately. I yeah, wish yeah. I remember what episode. Oh yeah, we had them both on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. Yep. Yep. Um, but loaded with cameos. Uh, Paz, Farrell, Munch, Psycho, Less, and the Beat Nuts, Blackistan, Lord Goats on there as well. Blue, Apathy, Ill Bill. I mean, Sick Jack and. It's um, it's great. Stu Bang's productions with with the great Eric Bobo, who, if you don't know him, he uh, played with Cypress Hill, Beastie Boys, played percussion, bongos, uh, all, all kinds of stuff, and it, it's it's bangers with with like a Latin flair in it, and it's fantastic. Yeah, yeah, yep. Yeah. Um, my number five is DJ Muggs and Crime Apple Cartagena, which is a place in Colombia, which is where my dad's from. So uh, sure. I think it's one of those uh, things that really hits it hits home to me, you know, like crime, like crime. When he does this thing, it's like it's a Colombian dialect that I grew up with. So I, it's very familiar to me. Uh, bathtubs full of Vu, uh, Tony Tusi. Uh, there's some really cool stuff on this record. Uh, the other record, obviously, they did was Medallo, which was another great record. Um, uh, Peligrosissimo is like just an all uh, Spanish song, which is really cool. Um, his, you know, the thing about crime is like, I feel like he's he's very much like one of us because his his references are so left field. He's almost like action with his references where it's like. You yeah. know, he'll drop like John Lovitz. He'll drop like a, a um, the a, an office reference and then he'll drop like real like deep hip hop shit. So it's like he, his pop culture like intake is ridiculous, you know, and he's yeah. very much like I feel like he would be perfect for Red River. So one day we'll get him on. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, yeah, man, that's my number five. I, I, I love it. I'm, I'm a, you know, diehard crime Apple and DJ mugs fan. So, uh, number four, Matt, number four, I got Nas King's disease too. I liked the first one. I thought it was great, but I feel like him and hit boy really hit their, their stride with the second one. That Lauren Hill verse is crazy. I remember everybody going nuts about Eminem's verse. I won't get into my thoughts on him, but um, <laughs> but that, that was Lauren good. Hill verse, that Lauren, it was fine. I, <laughs> I, at this point, at this point, here's my. I'll keep it short with Eminem. We get it. You rhyme a lot of words. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We yeah. get it. I get Say it. some shit that actually yeah. matters. Um, but the Lauren Hill verse was dope. The production was dope. Um, just overall, great record. I really love. Cool. I love. I love 40 side. I love the story behind that. Um, Death Row East, another great story. Yes. Um, Moments. Yeah. Moments is another one. So this record is the best Nas record in a very long time. And yeah. what, I, what I really love about this record is that um, just like Jay-Z's 444, like, the, like um, these guys are rapping what not, I don't want to say what a 45-year-old should be rapping, but it's, it's very much like when I hear it, 
it's like someone who's like an elder statesman, like an older dude that's been yeah. Like that's what the lyrical content on this really is. And it's very genuine. Uh, and he found his collaborator with Hip Boy. Yeah. Because you know, he's, 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 he's great. For we said West Side Gun is a great year for beats for the longest time. Nas was one of the worst, worst. Yeah. ears for beats. Yeah. So, so I'm, I'm very happy to hear him with Hit Boy. He was the opposite it, of whatever uh, West Side Gun. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. So it's good to hear him with somebody who like brings that and Hit Boy's stuff is it's new sounding enough to not sound like dated, but then it's it's still got that old boom bap yeah, yeah. that gets the old heads like us. Yeah, like, yeah. oh shit, all right. Yeah, he he right he right <laughs> he definitely walks that line. So uh yeah. Langan number four. I got a uh, big ghost limited in Conway the Machine. If it bleeds, it can be killed. Um, I think we I think somebody mentioned that earlier. Matt did. Um, yeah, I had it at, at 10. Yeah. Yes. Yep. Um, just dark, dark production, sinister beats. Um, yeah. Uh, Kill all rats, that track in particular. Um, it's savage. It's um, it, it, it's just it's some of the best production I, I heard this year on that record. Cool. Yeah, I, I got to visit that one. Uh, I didn't listen to that one. Mm, that one's great. Yeah, I, I didn't listen to that one at all. La Machina like was good, but it was the Muggs does like you yeah. like this. You know, it's yeah. very very dark. Big 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 ghost has a, a really good future. I'm I'm very excited to really dip into a lot of his stuff. Which I have been. Um, so my number four is a uh, real late with uh, Peter Rosenberg. So this, uh, yeah. man, th- you know, this is one hell of a compilation. Uh, I love Vel the Wonders track. It kicks it off great. West Side, same thing, man. Uh, of course, obviously to have um, Snake Eyes, which is Ghostface, Crime Apple, and Jim Jones on it. I love it. You know, and I love Jim yeah. Jones, Jim Jones telling the story. He's like about when Rosenberg first met him and, you know, he's like, that could have been his worst encounter. So I guess they had some sort of beef, which is great. I like that. He could still say that <laughs> on the song, but here's something that uh, we didn't mention, which is Wu generation. So uh, yeah. the second generation, like, old, you know, the, the Wu Tang kids and you got having the best rapper, you know, son, as far as like bars go, which is great. Uh, and it makes sense, you know, because like he's I don't want to say the forgotten one, but definitely like the one that no one really ever mentions the so most overlooked. Yeah. So his, say, his, his son is probably like, yo, I want to fucking like I want to murder everyone right now. And, and good for him. <laughs> well, he got blocked up right when they were doing that first record. Yeah. God, right. Yep. So he, yeah. That's why he wasn't on it as much. For that. Well, listen, he had a lot of time to practice in, in the pen. So I don't know why. <laughs> <laughs> he should have he should have came out because like Capadonna did the same thing and 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 that first the pillage is fucking the pillage yeah, is a serious yeah. album sure yeah that's a serious album so uh all right i think i had that some of those songs in my top 10 i had or whatever when yeah. we did that wood thing thing slang, slang editorial was a like, classic yeah cl- it might have been like my number two or three uh all right number three album matt number three is grand invincible demolition strictly it's uh dan lactose who was in the band spaz he did all the beats and he does all the dj cuts and then this dude luke sick and it's just bay area rap with like a east coast boom bap feel and it's just great the moment i heard it i like was raving about it cool and that's a good record all year long yeah it's fantastic hella um (laughs) so what we're gonna do 
um, we're going to make a, a Spotify playlist. So, you know, um, as soon as we're done with the episode, you know, we'll, we'll do, you know, with your honorable mentions and all that other stuff, make your playlist, Lang and make your playlist, same thing. So, all right. When the episode drops, like, you know, I'll, I'll attach it like a week or two after and stuff. So people know what we're talking about. So, yeah. Um, Lang number three. Uh, my number three is the Apollo Brown record that you mentioned earlier. Yeah. Uh, yep. Blacklight. Uh, it, th- that guy's consistently that guy, putting yeah. out yep. such beautiful production and uh, real soulful, um, soulful tracks. Like, you know, I'm just talking about my last selection was for how dark it is. Apollo Brown is like, I don't know, like very uplifting and spiritual. It's, uh, it, it's, um, the, the MC he worked with, uh, Staley, Staley on that. Someone, yeah, uh, I wasn't familiar with him. Me neither, yeah. But anything Apollo Brown puts out, and uh, it's got Sky Zoo on it, who I love. Um, it's it's just a, a really uplifting, conscious record. And uh, the production's flawless. Well, last year, he put out a record with Che Noir, who's fucking mm-hmm. amazing. And she's, she's, she's on that Rome Streets Ransom record, uh, the song Claudine which is mm-hmm. really fucking dark and really good. But that whole record with uh, Apollo Brown and, and Shane Noir, fuck, that, that made it on my top 10 last year. Such a goddamn good record as well. And yep. then once again, like he's, 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 I don't want to throw Riza in it again, but it's like they have that, that, um, that style, you know, he has it's like, like a descendant. A, yeah. He's in sure. the lineage. He's in the sure. lineage for sure. So uh, my number three is already mentioned. Stu Bang is an Eric Bobo uh, empires um man it, you know th- there's a time you know following Stu where you watch everything that he puts out like these clips and stuff and every song that he does i feel like he's tapped into our brain me and langan specifically um where his production is it's just it's almost like he's doing it for us because everything he does is like a fucking home run it's like it's 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 like uh God, I, I don't want to say, a, a, you know, lineage of Necro, but like the, he takes that stuff like that production where it's like you, you take these weird like horror movie synths and then like just it's just a really dark like palette and stuff. And and man, on this record, Chemtrails, uh, what else do I love? I love the the one with Psycho Less from the Beat Nuts, Total Chaos. Um, There's just some really good stuff like, you know, for for a compilation it, it just fucking hits really fucking hard. Street smarts with Ill Bill and, and OC. Um, yeah, with this one, that's my favorite one on there. Yeah, it's it, it like it's loaded. Yeah, it's loaded. You put it on like if you want, like just, just like the Rosenberg thing. If you want like a, something that you can listen to from beginning to end with just pure fucking hip hop, this is just fucking great. So I absolutely love, love it. That's my number three, which brings us to two, man, our top two. So, Matt, give me your number two album. Uh, number two was mentioned already, but Tyler, call me if you get lost. Oh wow, cool! All right, yeah. I when I first heard that, some my my buddy Tim was like, "Yo, you gotta check that out." Yeah, and I was like, "All right, whatever." You know, like Tyler's cool, but yeah, I'm like over it. You know, and yeah. then I heard it, and I was like, "All right, no, it's top to bottom." You mentioned Lumberjack. That song is amazing. Yeah, it's but, yo, so talented, and, and like it's. It's a really fun album. Like it's it's yeah. it's a young younger dude making a really fun album of like real hip hop stuff. I also love 
DJ drama, drama those yep. gangster girls mixtapes were my shit yeah. back, like <laughs> yeah. you know, in like my mid twenties. Yep. So like hearing him on there, where he's like, "We're we're out, girl fed me French vanilla ice cream. We all got our toes out." Like that, just hearing that <laughs> shit, like really like good kinda, touch, great touch yeah. for him. To yeah, do it that. adds yeah. it added a little something yeah. to it. Yeah, 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 for sure. A, I I I. <clears throat> You know, the last thing that I really loved was was Goblin. And then a couple yeah. of things came out and I'm like, oh, this is cool. Odd Future definitely were like Guns N' Roses, where I feel like they imploded as soon as they started because it was just mm-hmm. young kids and they were probably really hard to wrangle and very hard to deal with. Yeah, and like Earl's grandma, like sent him to like military school or some yeah. shit like that, I think. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But like yeah, I remember when, when, when they first came out, like the, the energy, like they had such a punk vibe to them, you know? Yeah. Like you see the performances and they were just like these like skate rats and it was just a lot of fun. So to, you know, 10 years later to to have him put out uh, a really good record at, at the height of his popularity because uh, kids still fuck with him. Like, I mean, he's headlining Lollapalooza. Like he's, he's still very yeah. relevant. Very relevant, and he did a really good interview on um, uh, Hot 97 with Ebro. And, like, you hear this kid, and he's fucking smart as a motherfucker, man. Yeah, I saw part of that, yeah. Yeah, he's just, like, I don't know. He's just fucking, like, he, him and, like, Vince Staples. Like, Vince did uh, Drink Champs. Like, these are just kids that are just, like, really mentally with it. Like, they have all this fame and popularity. And when you hear them talk, you're like, oh, yeah, you're you're going to be all right for sure. Yeah. Um, so that's your number two, Langan, number two. Uh, I got Apathies, Where the River Meets the Sea. I didn't listen to that record. And, and it's oh, weird no. because he's so good. But I didn't, he yeah. Consistently yeah. puts out, like, just solid records, like, complete records and uh lyricism too like just his lyricism is uh, like second to none it's it's amazing and and i guess he does the production on it too i was trying to look up on who did this record in particular but it's it's a very um we were talking about before about the elder statesman nas he's coming from a real mature place and where his life is at right now and this record is very uh reflective of his whole career it's got like a water theme to it a lot of the songs mention water rain um it, he's from connecticut and it has yeah. a tie-in with that it's a very it, like a fully conceived record from start to finish it, it, it works well as a whole piece not just the tracks which the tracks are great in particular we don't fuck around in psc two bangers and uh it's it's great and i don't think enough people uh, it got enough chatter. Yeah, it's it's amazing because even for someone like me, you know, but once again, it's just like you could only listen to so many things, and I'm like, oh, I didn't I even know, get a chance to listen to it. So, but I yeah, I, I got to get to it. Um, you know, once you make your playlist, I'll hit that. Um, uh, my number two was somebody who had my number one a few years ago. Uh, Evidence, Unlearning, mm-hmm. Volume One. Like, I really like Dilated Peoples. I thought they were a lot of fun. I thought they were cool. Um. And I always thought evidence was good. Like I, they, like Irish science and, and evidence were, were, were good. Uh, they were like good MCs. They, they never really wowed me, but it is, as time went on and, and evidence started making his own beats. And then he started like um, putting out these records. It, it, he is just on a, another level. Now his last record and this record in particular, the two, two of the best hip hop records I've heard of, of the, like the last five years. Um, songs better than you 
Uh, Boldy James is on a song here, um, <clears throat> which is the Lost in Time. Where are we going from here? I mean, man, certain records, um, you know, some people rap and they have a lot of like words and, and punchlines and stuff like this. This is just very easy to follow, very easily, very easy listening. Uh, production is really half of half of the story here. Uh, but the, the the content and the stuff he's saying is 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 very easy to 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 just listen to and and kind of like digest, which is what I really like sometimes. You know, like where you're not thinking like, holy shit, you know, you just said like ten different fucking punchlines in a row. That's amazing, which is great too. But this evidence record, Unlearning Volume One, fucking fantastic. My number two. <clears throat> That's it. Number one, Drum Matt, roll, please. Number one. This came out in February, and it. Yeah, all right. So we have the same. It's been one. there since then. Do we Rome all have the same ones? Rome streets and mugs, death that's and the magician. Yeah, that's what it, I. Have. It's yeah. <laughs> wow. When I I saw like late last year that he they were working together, and I was like, that's going to be unbelievable, and it did not disappoint. Like I said, it came out in February, and that was the that was the bar. that was the bar. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. a, and nobody. As much as I love all these other records, nobody came close to that. For me. It's so funny you're saying that because th- that that was the only easy thing about this list was I yeah. always knew. I started that was my with, I started with record. one, and then yeah. I kind of fucked around with it. I switched. 100%. Three, I switched three and four while we were doing this. I like. I did too. Put them around. <laughs> <laughs> I did too. So weird. everything was like last minute figuring it out, but that was number one from the jump. It comes in with that that. Uh, the prayers over packages track with yeah. those, synth, those heavy synth washes in it. And I'm like, Oh, yeah. this is something different. And then yeah. he follows it up with all that sinister mug stuff. And I mean, I, I really, when people ask me my favorite hip hop producer of all time, it was always premiere, no brainer. That's what, that was my number one. But now like looking over like my whole life of what I've listened to in hip hop mugs might be my favorite producer of all yeah. time, you know? Yeah. He's, he's making a, a really good case. I mean, you know, like Matt said, this came out in February. And from that moment on, I was like, OK, I remember saying it. Uh, it's funny because I said the same thing about the movie Bloody Hell. You know, or yeah. we're, we're going to talk about movies. Um, I'm like, OK, this is the bar. This is this is the one you have to beat. And this was that record like, um, man, like uh, Ace of Swords, uh, yeah. shooting at the Dan dance hall, uh, Wheel of Fortune. Uh, these things are just I don't want to say like big L, but like he does have that flavor where it's just like I had like it just like this is he's, this is New York as fuck. He's very New York. Yeah. 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 He's very New York. And that then that's my, you know, that's it. Wow. Shit. We all have yeah. the same one. Yeah, yeah. That's, <laughs> that's it easy. We don't even need to go around. Just... Undeniable, man. Undeniable <laughs> shit. And so, the fact that we both like decided it was number one when we all did. Like, yeah, that speaks yeah. volumes on how. Yeah, uh, there was no like that was the bar. Like, I'm like, OK, as soon as I heard that record, I'm like, this is it's February. This is the one that people anything that comes out after this. This is the one that, that you're going to fucking put it up to. And it's like, ah, great record. Not as good as this. Not. As, and for the yeah, next, this endorsement exactly. should really work out for that mugs kid. <laughs> this, this right here. Yeah, he's going to go somewhere. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's, he's going to be all right, I think. It's got a bright Don't future. So. That kind of influence yeah. we have. Cool. Well, listen, <laughs> we we knocked this shit the fuck out nice in, a, in a, under an hour. So that's oh. fucking great. Can't complain. Uh, Matt, thanks again for fucking yeah, hanging out with us. 
as soon as uh, we talk to, you know, Antonio tomorrow, and we'll do the rock records, and I'll, I'll piece them together, and then we'll we'll drop that as the first episode. I'm so relieved to be done with this hipopolis. Yeah, yeah, me too, I gotta right? Put it away. Yeah, I got so put it. I'm away. glad I don't have to come up with any other lists. Yeah. This is the only li- like, I'm not gonna make another list. I don't care. Yeah, it's so. a weight off my shoulders. Guys, uh, yeah. make those lists. No rush, but you know, just sometime this week, send it to me. And uh, cool, man. So I'll see you guys very soon. Yeah. Later, guys. Later. Pay the P like they used to say, flood boss. You might as well just get used to me, no love lost. If ever I'm under scrutiny, not the place for toxic waste enough with the mutiny. Nowadays cats is emotional wackos, designer drug thugs off the odorized tobacco. Give me mines from the ground if we blazing fresh grab. I mean I deal with no over-manufactured flavors. Big fish in the big town, Michael dug in the crates and left the sample stripped down. Profound. My composition gave the competition only one choice. Quit now or skip town. Put your chips on this guaranteed get back. Pressing every foot in the game like, yeah, I'm with that. Line it up, this, that. From the shoulder soldier throwing boulders make you feel like it's a motherfucking mismatch. 